They are, but... <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome once again to The Orbit, Episode 3. I am Azrael, and once again I am joined by my uh, co-hosts and fellow Eternal Orbit teammates, Mr. Exiles Rhythm. How's it going? And Mr. Rude Clouds. What's good? Once again, I'm sorry for the technical difficulties, but I, I, I'm thinking it's going to become a meme here that we just can't roll without something breaking somewhere somehow. But thank you yeah. guys for having fun with it in the chat and rolling with us and sticking around for a moment. How are you two doing today? I'm doing pretty well. My mother, I she actually just went home. I was uh, hanging out with her for the past few days, which is really awesome. How about you? How's life been for you, Ez? I'm busy with with life things and um, things related to living, <laughs> but Ooh. but good. Um, I'm I'm uh, I'm actually in a pretty good mood. You know, I got I got a busy week this week. A lot of things going on in my stream life and in my real life. Getting ready to go on vacation next week. Super excited. What about you, Eric? How's, how are things over there in SoCal? <laughs> oh boy, you know the lingo and everything. I do. I'm <laughs> <laughs> see that's like the secret menu of california is known socal so uh, <laughs> things are actually going i mean they're going really well but they're crazy as hell so mm-hmm. um i don't know I'm, I'm trying to balance a lot of a lot of things that you balance mm-hmm. and it seems like it's going okay which is nice so yeah i'm i'm really excited that you know we got another week of this happening and that Heck, um yeah three weeks i don't in know a row. it's a new record for us <laughs> <laughs> we hope to break that record every week at infinitum yeah oh. until like you know the whole stream crashes <laughs> no infinitum infinitum you know the worst part <laughs> is card. the worst part is i love xsplit for how powerful it is i mm-hmm. pay for this program because i like it so much and at least once out of every three or four streams, I have some sort of problem with it. So when it works, it works yeah. great. When it doesn't, it you know makes us all look, well, just me, look bad. But oh, please. Let's be honest. I'm good at doing that on my own. So it's it would have to it would have to work a lot harder to make you look badass. Let's, oh, yeah. oh man, Jeez the wheeze. It'd have to shoot like slime at your face, and even then, you could probably be the one person to be like the new Hagatha. <laughs> oh my God! Let's not let's not encourage that fanfic to happen. Oh boy! <clears throat> no comment. Leaving it there. Leaving it there. <laughs> Get out of my swamp, jeez. <laughs> so, guys, how's your how's your Hearthstone week been? Oh man, I'm just trying to like, tread just right past that whole conversation. You're doing you're doing great. Not many people can balance it, so that goes to show your showmanship, honestly. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Or, or just so, my um, embarrassment. Yeah. For me, to completely derail the derailment, I I did pretty well with Hearthstone this week. I was able to only rage quit my stream twice out of three times. And, <laughs> and for that, I, I give it two thumbs up. I played in a qualifier today. Mm-hmm. I went, I think I went 4-2, then I dropped. Okay. Uh, I dropped on my second loss. Because there's no way I was going to make it. I lost in the first round as well. My tiebreakers were mm-hmm. bad. So I quit to prepare for the orbit. Nice. How about you, Eric, my man? What's Hearthstone been doing to you? I have been having a fantastic week. Um, so Monday, was it Monday or was this Sunday? It was Sunday because today's Wednesday. Okay. So on Sunday, I was rank, um, I was rank two, two, like 2.2. Um, and we got to final boss 
And then I lost. We did the dance <laughs> around 1.4 a couple of times. And I fell all the way back to rank 2.2. So it started off being a little eh. But then on the next day, we were able to bring it back home to hit Legend with our Q block, which super good vibes. So Nicely yeah. done. Joked about that. And then I am in a specialist tournament. And I won both my matches. Congratulations. So with with Q block? First place. Yeah. With Q block. With control Q block, kind of. Oh, control Q block. Considering mid well, well. Yeah, that... I know. It's not really an archetype, but let's just say you have to worry about mid range does, hunter. Does it right? make it? Does it make it feel more empowering and like niche when you say control Q block? Like you tech Q block to be controlly. It makes me feel like I've created a new archetype that I'm mm-hmm. describing to you all, I and see. it's it's very powerful. Well, I'm yeah, gonna derail you real impressed. quick. I'm gonna derail yeah. you real quick. I want to know how many times you've made legend in the last year with something other than warlock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. that is one of the best questions I've been asked in my entire life. Um, once with Paladin, once with Secret Hunter, or twice with Secret Hunter, once on NA and another time on EU. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember those. <laughs> that thinking face. <laughs> I want to say I've hit Legend nine separate times. So I think I think a good two thirds of my runs have been with Warlock. I, figured, and I don't regret it. I figured as much. I figured as much. But yeah. again, full disclosure, pot calling the kettle black. All of my legend runs have been hunter, so you know I can't. No. I can't really. I can't really talk. But I just wanted to throw a wrench in your gears there for a minute. Dre so, to really bring me down. Well, you know, <laughs> at, at least it wasn't Zulock because God knows, I troll you enough about your Zulock. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that could never get to me though. <laughs> I've got, I've got a zoo tattooed on. I just the word zoo tattooed over my heart. Oh, Next to mom, those two. <laughs> Next to mom. <laughs> so, good luck making me Mama feel bad zoo. about it. Lock light across his across his stomach. Oh my god! Oh. Like the fingers. <laughs> Lock life. Yeah. There you go. But how about your week, As Did you do uh, a pretty good time? I know you had a lot going on. I have. I've been very, very busy. Like I've, I've done what two or three duo, three duo streams this week already. Already mm-hmm. I've been very, very busy. Um, one with Brookworm, one with um, Blump, and then one with uh, with uh, I should say fellow Eternal Orbit member Blump Plunk. Mm-hmm. Um, and one with a uh, with, uh, friend of, of the team, uh, Mr. Too Cool. Um, I've, because as a result, I played very little ladder in the last, I, I think I played like three hours of ladder in the last, uh, in the last week. And all of it was memes. I played, I played Tess Rogue and, um, just other shenanigans like that. Just, just for fun, because I'm pretty much over the matter. I don't even care about hitting legend this month to be honest. I'm I'm gonna try because it's me and I'm gonna try hard. But I don't care if I hit it per se because I've got so many things going on and you know like community events I'm focusing on. But um I think I started out this week rank four two stars and I'm currently at rank five zero stars and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go. You broke our boy Hearthstone. Yes. He's our sweet beautiful boy. As have you tried the deck, but the auto the auto complete deck builder thing? No, mm-hmm. but I saw you playing was, with it. How was it? Yeah, dude, it was fantastic. I was I was gonna recommend you try it because I had the I had the chat just telling me you know a card or a class to put in there. Uh-huh. I would auto complete and play it. Like I did I did Deathwing and Paladin. I did you know, a bunch of weird stuff. I just got Millhouse, so tomorrow I'm gonna be doing. <laughs> I saw Trinity. a show. Nice. Yeah, there was a show one. 
I just it, it might be something you enjoy because like the decks were legit too. The decks were actually legit. So the so yeah. so that's actually something you should talk about. The patch went live that um, put in the new deck builder, um, and you've been memeing with it, but you say that the decks are actually pretty good. Yeah, the de- the decks are legit. I haven't. Uh, I don't have a losing record. I'm either really? at 500 or one game over 500 with those decks, and I played like 10 or 15 or something. Yeah, but like 20% of that's just because, you know, you're you. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could give you a shoebox full of, of like old <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh cards. You could scan them into your computer and still like hit Legend in in, in Hearthstone with them. So I, Maybe, maybe, <laughs> but... The, the point the point is the decks are legit and I'm my competitive mind is saying the deck is legit mm-hmm. so well that might be something for me to do to to kill time while we wait for the expansion because guys did you hear there's an expansion that's coming out here pretty soon yeah it's really has it <laughs> we might talk about that today <laughs> mm. we get to it and we might talk about it even more in the future you know <laughs> maybe in April in April you say what time in yeah, April on a the 4th of April on a special Thursday edition stream, hashtag sell out as much as I can. <laughs> we're going to be doing a card review, an official orbit card review. And we're all going to say why Azrael's wrong about his valuations of the meta. Yep, It's going to be great. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Um, so yeah, guys, we're going to be doing that on Thursday special edition. We want to do it as late as possible to make sure that we get in all of the cards that we can. Um, I believe, according to the schedule that was just released today, all of the cards should be released by then. So, unless they're like planning to do like a big dump on Friday, then we should have all of the cards that day. So, tune in for that. Um, is there anything else going on in the next couple of days for um, the Orbit, the team, uh, the EO team, or anything else? There actually is. It's a great question. Um, So something that we're doing as well is we haven't been able to knock out our March event yet, and it's going to be happening this upcoming upcoming weekend, which we're all super excited about. We're going to be playing the Jackbox Party Pack 5. Um, Anyone who's a regular here in Azrael's channel has eyes, uh, knows that Azrael crushed it the last time there were robot rap battles. And so it's something that I've never done, and I think most of us are going to be pretty fresh to it, but it looked like it was a good time. So we're all super stoked about that. Um, it's going to be, like I said, it's going to be this Saturday, the 23rd, at 4 p.m. Pacific time. And there may be some hijinks involved and good vibes. I'm pretty sure there's going to be hijinks and good Ooh. good vibes. And it'll be over at Striving Lights channel. Yes. So um, Risa, who who just raided us a minute ago, a.k.a. Striving Light, fellow Eternal Orbit team member, will be hosting that event this Saturday, the 23rd, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, the entire team will be there. We will be rap battling. It will be hilarious and fun. Super excited about that. Um, and then in addition to that, just to throw it out there, we haven't narrowed down an exact date and time yet, but we're going to have a special edition of the Orbit um, once we can get it organized that's going to be completely arena focused. So we're going to bring on some arena specialists, um, some of them probably Eternal Orbit team members, wink, wink, Um and we're going to come in, uh, come in and have a special edition of the show where we talk specifically about um, the changes to Arena, um, what that's going to look like, and how the new cars that, they, that they've revealed up to that point um, might pan out in the Arena. So if you're looking for a little more of Arena-focused thing, guys, we've got you covered right mm-hmm. here um, in a couple weeks. So keep an eye out on the 
um, Eternal Orbit Twitter and website for an official um, date and time once we had that narrowed down. But we want to throw it out there, something to look out for, because we all love Arena here. And I'm actually, as I talked about last week, really excited about the new changes to uh, Arena. I think it's going to make it really, really exciting to play. So keep your eyes peeled for that. Um, guys, is there anything else going on in the um, in the uh, Hearthstone universe that uh, that we, we might want to talk about before we get into that you know that other thing that there's to talk about about sh- shadows or something? Yeah, um, I, that's not the episode. I thought that was the end. I, there's nothing else in the show notes. Oh crap! Yeah, Let me. Is... Uh, oh, I guess you know, time flies. I guess we're done, guys. So uh... yeah. now crash the <laughs> stream. Great. We now have we've now officially broken the record for the most times we've ended an episode to date. <laughs> we've we've ended yes we've yeah and how many times we've ended the same episode during no. the same episode? I think we're on two now. So episception. That's right. But I am more than happy to jump in and steer this ship in the right direction by Thank saying you. that. Something that's not expansion related is there was actually a bit of an update on something we had talked about either last week or our first week mm-hmm. of um, the orbit, uh, which is Roger. Um, and I want to make sure I read that one. Yeah. Really? Am I saying it properly? Real, real? or real, maybe? I'm not, I'm not okay. actually sure. But basically, two people who have been caught um, openly cheating mm-hmm. in um, competitive Hearthstone. Um, one of them, Roger, just won the HTT Winter Championships. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, they are now receiving punishment kind of after a very long delay. Uh, Blizzard decided to finally say, hey, you know what? There's been an issue with competitive integrity. They made a whole post on Reddit about it. Um, Milkfat, I think, was the one who posted, who oversees mm-hmm. a lot of the Hearthstone, if not just completely oversees the Hearthstone esports scene, um, and and took the time to to bring out kind of their thoughts behind everything, what, uh, what was going to happen, um, and then... Um, kind of uh, since then people have sort of been talking about it so mm-hmm. Azrael, i don't know if you want to kind of share a little bit of the punishments that were that that's sort of being looked upon and what you think that might affect um well yeah. the biggest punishment is that he's he's being banned from from the entire year of of grandmaster uh tournament play which is grandmaster is the highest tier of of official uh hearthstone tournament play um that's where the biggest prizes are, where the where the, where the biggest um, uh, focus of esports is, where the top tier players are, and he's banned for the entire year. They did actually say though, um, they did actually kind of give him a little bit of a nod, acknowledging that that um, that they they uh, that he earned his win, that they weren't going to strip him of his titles, but that his punishment was going to be um, banishment for a year from from the the top tier competitive play. I don't know if that means he's going to. Um, not be able to play in like satellites or you know like the the unofficial stuff but it's at least as far as like you know the big prize pool quarter million dollar prize pool stuff he's out of that for the entire year um i think that was the biggest punishment that i noted am i missing something but i I think that was the biggest one no and that's yeah that's exactly what i saw um i don't know and x do you have any thoughts about because uh, for Roger especially, they were involved in win trading to mm-hmm. get HTT points. They actually helped someone else get their points so they could qualify, but yes. it was caught. Um, along with, it... I'm pretty sure, they were able to see people's... Uh, they were relaying hand information during mm-hmm. a tournament mm-hmm. uh, to their other players. So but this is big-time cheating stuff, guys. This isn't like little stuff. I mean, it's not any one little thing. I think we should kind of point that out. That there's multiple things going on here. Like you said, talking about their hands, relaying information, and win trading are two huge huge impact ways to cheat in this game they're not 
little things. So the win trading affects your HTC points, and the other one, obviously, telling what uh, hand information is 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 effectively, you know, stream sniping or cheating. You mind if I weigh in on this for a moment? Please do. Get in there. So here, here we go. This is. I think this is a great thing that Blizzard's doing because they're they're forcing their top level level players to be ambassadors for the game. Is which is how it should be. It's that way in every organization. Did you know if you were signed to the New York Yankees, you have to get a haircut. You have to shave your beard. Johnny Damon had to do it when he was coming from the Red Sox in two thousand and what was it, two thousand and six? Let me show my age real quick. Uh, watch baseball. Um, we got a thirteen-year-old here, folks. I know, uh, but. But the, the point remains, like, so mm-hmm. they have their professional standard. Hearthstone and Blizzard's professional standard is don't be a cheater. Yes. I don't think that's too high of a standard with, uh, to hold up. And to take, another, to take another stab at it, I think that the cheating on the ladder, the win trading on the ladder, mostly inconsequential. Mostly inconsequential. I okay. I detest it. I think that anybody anybody who does win trading is, I mean, desperate mm-hmm. and has no confidence in their own ability to do it, right. which is, okay, that's fine. However, it's nothing near as near the level of telling your opponent, or, I mean, telling somebody what their opponent tracking the way. Right, right. Like, that's you know, huge, yeah. I, don't, I no longer have to play around Kill Command. Like, can you imagine that? Uh, right. Even lock against Hunter. That's not the situation, but no, right. But yeah, so that's that's my biggest feeling on it. It's like Blizzard made a huge win. Like, let's let's get away from the negative. I want to end on the positive. Blizzard made a huge win by mm-hmm. going back and saying, "Hey, we kind of screwed up a little bit, mm-hmm. and we're going to force these professional players, these big name players, who, as a result of his win, I can guarantee, if he wanted to stream on Twitch, he would instantly have like fifty people watching him because he just won worlds." Mm-hmm. So. Yes, force him to be an ambassador, Blizzard. Thank you. I agree. I agree. Um, yeah. Eric, do you have any further thoughts on that before we... Well, since X wants to end on a positive note, sure. I think we'll maintain it on a relatively positive note. Mm-hmm. Um, the big sort of discussion that's followed since then is people's reactions to the fact that this information has been out for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, Blizzard wasn't necessarily in, you know, unaware of this. The community wasn't unaware of all these things that had occurred. Um, right. And yet, and they actually had received, um, um, I, I think, minor penalties in certain situations. Like they were, yep. you know, they were forced to forfeit their their match where it was the team, and they were doing hand tracking and everything, mm-hmm. or not hand tracking, but you know. Um, and so, there you go. Essentially, yeah. And so, um, the big thing is people being upset about how long it took, um, and whether or not this goes far enough. Because someone like Roger, who did win HCT Winter, um is going to be able to participate in worlds, even though they're not going to be able part of uh, Grandmasters. Yes. yes. So the idea is, I don't know if anyone here was watching HTC Winter Championships, but I know I was. Um, mm-hmm. And anytime Roger was on the screen, it, Cheater was filling up the entire Twitch chat. And that's always, I mean, that's never a good look in general, but especially when it's on your official Blizzard stream, um, you've got your biggest event, you've got your winner being someone drawing so much ire, um, and then having it be even amplified more going into them playing in worlds. Um, that's just a that's that's a very sort of disappointing outcome that could have been avoided. Um, and I think the the biggest plus you can take from all this is the fact that they're doing something now at least. So you've got to hope that mm-hmm. they they see the response and they try to be more proactive in the future towards it. I agree. I agree. I, I think I think one of the themes that we can take away here that is that is very positive is the fact that they are being proactive about taking the right steps to yeah. ensure that 
that what they want Hearthstone to be, which is a competitive, viable, legitimate esport, then they're taking the right steps to to give the viewers confidence in that. Not just the players, but the viewers that are going to watch it and look up to it and want to emulate that play, letting them know that hey, we're holding these guys accountable. We're we're making sure that the rules are followed. We endorse fair play, etc. And I think that goes a long mm-hmm. way to to establishing. Um, to, to establishing confidence in in your game and in your and in your competition. So, I never in a million years would have thought Blizzard would take a step back from the table and say, "Oops, we messed this one yeah, up, guys." That was huge. I never you thought I would right. see that. Yeah. No, I but love hey. it. <clears throat> Let's just hope the trend continues. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, now that we've kind of covered like what's going on around our team and um, and just the Hearthstone um, scene in general at, at large on the macro level, um, other than the elephant in the room, of course, um, let's uh, let's talk about what we're going to be uh, looking at in today's show. Obviously, again, elephant in the room is the new X pack was officially launched. I think the day after we did our last Orbit episode, <laughs> um, it's Rise of Shadows, um, and there's actually quite a few cards out now. I think we've got. 12 total cards and then really 17 because we have the five lackey cards we're going to discuss all of those and just a few hours ago they released the um the schedule for the card releases going forward because we already know that the expansion is going live april 9th um and we have a schedule of all of the cards in between the only thing we don't have like overtly stated anywhere is like the reveals the big reveal stream and then the 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 dump stream at the end but we can kind of infer the dates based on the uh the schedule that they have we'll get into that in here in a little bit um so that's one of the things that we're gonna be looking at in today's show what else we got going on guys we, uh, for anyone who follows the Eternal Orbit Twitter account, um, we have a poll that's live right now um, that we're going to be discussing. And right now, I'm actually pretty pretty happy. We've had almost 30 people weigh in on, on their thoughts um, towards the question of this week, which is, should Hearthstone allow you to ban one class when you're playing ranked games? Um, so you queue up on ladder, you have the option to say, you know what, I don't want to see Odd Warrior. I don't want to see <laughs> Wall Priest. I don't want to see... Exiles with their chill paladin. Like you have the option. <laughs> say, you know what? I'm gonna give a big nope to that. Um, and it's been really interesting to to see people's you know opinions on it. So we're gonna be weighing in on on how the poll is looking right now and our thoughts on it as well. And guys, remember you still have time to vote in it. So um, mm-hmm. if you haven't yet, go to the Twitter, get on there, vote real quick, throw a comment in there if you want to add that in there too. Um, but let us know your feelings because we're gonna talk about them here in a little bit. And don't forget, like, if you guys can't be bothered to make a Twitter account or whatever, you can just stick around here for a while. We're gonna we're gonna talk about it after the stream. We're gonna have q and A Q&A, a Q and A section at the end of the cast anyway. So, mm-hmm. uh, should we should we just get to it? Like, I'm excited. Can Let's we do talk it. about the X Pack? Let's do it. Let's do it. Kick right. us off, X. Let's go. Let's go. So, I already I already kind of plugged it, but I'm gonna say it again because I'm so excited to do the card review stream with you guys. Mm-hmm. Um. The card review stream is going to be happening on the 4th, and pre-release is happening on the 5th. So before you go to that fireside gathering and open those packs, you get to watch us. Or you get to watch us while you're there. Whatever. Either way. Total good total good sellout. Um, Tim, just make everything awkward until they stop you. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway. No, I was just going to let you roll with it. Yeah. Pre-release is on the fifth, and I I just can't wait. It's been hard playing ladder. I know Azrael, I know Rude Clouds and Azrael both feel it, dude. 
Oh yeah. What's what? What are you looking for? Hey, don't <laughs> scarecrow me. <laughs> how how you feeling? What are, what are your thoughts on it, Eric? What what are you most excited for? Oh man, I I mean I'm most excited for the fact that the game is gonna be flipped on its head. I think that everyone's well aware of that. Like, there's new mechanics, there's new cards, but the fact that we're losing three expansions worth of uh, of content that have absolutely dominated the meta, it mm. kind of feels like Hearthstone being reset back to vanilla at a certain point. Very like, close. Imagine, imagine like like this feels more like a step from like vanilla to Boomsday than anything else, you know, yeah. or to vanilla to um, Goblins versus Gnomes to Boomsday. Just a total of a seven expansions. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very exciting to see these cards that I think when we look at them, we'll we'll be aware of their power levels. But you're just very aware at the same time that these are not Death Knights. These are not you know Arthas, Kelseth. Like the, it's a whole new game that feels a lot more reliant from what we've seen so far on the skill of play versus the cards in play. Mm-hmm. And so it's that's what I'm excited good. about. It's going to feel good for that as... God, I keep pointing to the wrong guy. It's going to feel good for that as well, uh, Rupa. It's like uh, when all those overpowered cards leave the meta, the decks are going to feel much less polarized too, right? That's that's what I'm looking forward to. And man, I really just want to skip through the show notes to get to what I'm super excited about, but I'm not going to just cut it off. Yeah, I am. Screw it. The League of Eagle (laughs) and the Delaran Defenders. (laughs) Oh my God. I am... You guys know I'm not a huge nerd for the cas- like the more casual stuff, you know, the uh, sure. the lore, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. But let me tell you this. I played it, I played in Mean Streets of Kajistan. That was the last thing I played in before I stopped playing for years. Mm-hmm. And that was with the tri-classes. You know, it's I'm getting a similar feel. My mm-hmm. my gut is screaming. I'm going to be able to play Hunter Lock, and I'm just going <laughs> to... Hunter Lock. Interesting. Interesting. Let's go. (laughs) Interesting. That's probably never going to happen. They're on opposite sides, but I can pray that, you know. A little little teaser of a discussion. You guys want to jump jump right to that, or you just want to tease it and come back to it? I like it. I like the tease, honestly, because like looking at this and seeing this the strained look on uh, Exile's face as we're very aware what they want to be talking about. I think will be I think will be the highlight. It's 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 like. This is this is what X looked like at five year old X Christmas morning, knowing mm-hmm. he's about to open his SNES or his GameCube or his or looking at sixty four. I'm not I'm not really sure which one of those, but you know somewhere in that ballpark. <laughs> five SNES probably. Yeah, but yes, nice. nice. Ezra, what's your most what What are you looking forward to the most with this expansion? Um, honestly freshness just i mean you, you talked about it earlier just freshness like i i've said it last week i said i said it actually every uh show of this we've done now my favorite time in the meta is when there's the least amount of stuff to put in a deck i like it when it's you've got to get really creative you got to like dig out cards that you're like you know what i remember when x and i first met and you know he'd pop into my stream a couple times a week and he'd be like dude try this deck and he'd throw some deck at me with cards oh, yeah. that nobody played like like just this <laughs> wacky shit and i was just like oh, oh you found a way to make this work and i would just get so and, i mean 
it was like you know they're like forty percent win rate decks, but I have fun with them, oh, yeah. and and it was it was creative outside the box thinking, and I and I I love that. I I really really love that. Yeah, of course. Eventually, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into to, I want to hit legend, and I'm gonna start playing like the meta decks. But that that period of of two or three weeks, right when when a when a, a, a t- entire um, set rolls over. Um, and there's you just basic you're with basic cards and 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 whatever the new expansion is, that's the mm-hmm. least amount of cards we're gonna have any period. And now we're gonna have even less because we lost an additional twelve cards, two of which were huge in Ganabaku. Guys, they're leaving if you didn't know. Um, welcome back to Earth if you didn't know. Um, we should do an episode about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we should talk about that at some point. <laughs> um, you know, so we're losing so much with it. It feels like we're almost like you, like Eric, you had said, like we're losing almost even more because that was so impactful. So I'm really excited about uh, about where this is going to go. And I hope that they don't say, oh, look how weak everything is. Let's put all these other cards in. I hope that doesn't happen. That's cynical as happening. I'm sorry. I apologize. But that's where I'm at. Give me some fresh. When are they going to introduce the rotating classic set? Oh my god! Don't tease me. We talked about that last week, and I, I hope that's like I hope that's like the first, maybe maybe the second set of the year. So whenever whatever the next one is, like September or August, maybe that'd be sweet. They're just gonna announce it. They're gonna announce it on Monday. <laughs> Can you imagine if they did, guys? I I will be. I will. You 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 won't even have to get online to hear me. I will scream so loud. You just open your windows, and you'll hear. <laughs> You'll hear my vocal cords blowing out. I'll be so happy for that because that that would be dope. Very, very realistically. I feel like I would not be surprised to see it next year at the very start, the first expansion of 2020. You think so? Given my... I, given honestly my impression of the way that the the development side of things can go, I would not be surprised if either they hit an internal snag that we don't hear about um, or there's something. There's some There's some amount of playtesting that like I'm I'm pacing myself and not trying to get too excited and thinking, you know what? Next year at the very start, it's a way to say, hey, it's a new year. We've got a new standard. And like that's very used to play off. Do you think it's going to be a separate ladder or will just be they'll just change standard to be rotating? I think it would have to be the same. Really? Yeah. What about you, X? Yeah, I don't think they could make another ladder, right? Like they already sure. have the wild ladder, which nobody plays on. And then they have the standard ladder, which only 60% of people play on. Because honestly, I know I didn't realize this was a thing but a lot of people actually play in casual mode like really yeah yeah a lot of people play in the non-ranked mode i and honestly it was a surprise to me the first time somebody said uh told me they played in that mode because i accidentally queued it because i and i didn't know it was a thing (laughs) right so someone like he's finally playing (laughs) (laughs) finally i can get good at the at the stand the casual ladder that yeah Man, we have been involved in our own spaces for too long. We need to explore and talk to the casual folk out there. That was all of us at some point, right? Like we oh, didn't have the yeah. cards to make heck, real decks. So heck like, yeah. Okay, maybe it wasn't X. X is shifting their eyes like they're <laughs> like they're trying to hide a secret. Back in beta, back in beta, I played a lot of casual because I, I mean, like I, I didn't have any gold yet. It wasn't until I discovered how much gold you could make with Arena that I was actually able to fill out my collection because I was free to play until they stopped allowing you to buy expansions with gold. Um, so mm-hmm. I was building my collection, basically uh, grinding out quests until I realized I could do it with Arena. So I played a lot of casual back in beta. It wasn't until the like last month of beta where I was like, oh, wait, the ladder is fun. I'm going to do this now. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, do we want to talk about any of the uh, the mechanics um, that uh, that they that 
we now have official because we theory crafted a little bit last week, and I like to mm-hmm. say, guys, we nailed, we nailed the one mechanic. We like, we almost got the name right. <laughs> um, I think the name twinning was thrown out there, and somebody else threw out something else like like uh, um, twin spell, but it's two words. I, I was really close. Um, yeah. And and one of the, the the big new mechanic is twin spell. Um, if one of you guys wants to to delve into that one a little bit. Yeah. Twin spell is basically a bad version of Echo. <laughs> <laughs> so what Twin Spell does is when you cast a card, it it creates a copy of the card and puts it in your hand, only it removes the mechanic twin spell. Mm-hmm. So for example, there's a card known as the Forest's Aid. It's an eight mana card and it's some it's uh summons five two two treants and it's twin spell. So you play that card, and then you get another terrible eight mana card in your hand in case the first one wasn't good enough. So it's going to be fun if we see it on a better, how you say, uh, cards. Yeah. Yeah, and I think the whole... um, One important thing for everyone to realize is with the twin spells, um, you will get this card back, but it won't have a twin spell attribute to it anymore. So you can only play it one more time. Um, it won't just keep kind of infinitely going in your hand. So it seems like they decided to make echo cards that were at their base stronger, but at their, um, I don't know, their their impact maybe weaker. I don't know. It's, it's It'll be interesting to see how it shakes out, but I did like as teasing as there with the with the treants. He was talking about it. And originally I had that set up to be a smooth transition, but when, when the stream crashed right at the start, that setup mm-hmm. went out the window, unfortunately. That was beautiful. So I, I had to do on the I thought you were about to say that I threw your setup out the window by talking about it too early. <laughs> no, by all means, we, 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 are, we are in our creative space. We can do what we want, my friend. Um, I, I like, do whatever I want anyway. This is true, but <laughs> we expect nothing less from you, my friend. Um, I like the twin uh, twin spell mechanic mostly because unlike echo i think it allows because of its limitation it allows for more powerful spells yes um, so i'm a big fan of that because it allows for them to get allows more creative space right because like if they just did spell echo i think we get a whole lot of like yeah it's kind of cool but i mean like rogue already has mm. that you know, with and it was kind of like whatever, and like nobody plays those spells, and, and so now we're gonna give them to other classes. This feels like something that can actually be impactful, and like you might actually get yeah. excited. Like I'm, I'm not saying that this is gonna be a card. I have no inside knowledge. I wish I did. Um, uh, you know, hashtag Blizzard Insiders. Email me, please. Um, please. But uh, <laughs> you know, like what, imagine if they did a twin spell version of like Bloodlust or something like that. Just something, you know. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> Or a card that appends twin spell onto something. Ooh, exactly. The wow. next spell you cast has twin spell. Something like that. That and sounds that like card a shaman itself. card waiting to happen. That does. Or shaman or rogue, <laughs> really probably. Does. But yeah. Yeah, definitely. So that's a somebody somebody clipped that. X called it yeah. right here. That's gonna be a card. It's gonna be a card. I have a feeling. Get your X's up in chat. It wasn't originally going to be a card, but since Ben Brode is listening to this, he's gonna email Ixar immediately and say, Hey, yeah. you gotta add this. Yeah, <laughs> or I release the photos. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. That's <laughs> or how I release goes. the photos. Oh, we'll tell everyone you're eating at what you're eating at second lunch. Oh, and it's not food. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 innuendo. It's um, supposed to be people. 
So overall, what are what do you guys on scale of one to ten? How do you rate this new mechanic compared to other ones? Like for example, for me, like the top of scale for for mechanics that have been introduced would absolutely be Discover, my absolute favorite mechanic in the game. Period. I love that that mechanic. It, it has a little bit of RNG, but it rewards good decision making, good planning, etc. Um, so that 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 to me is a ten mechanic compared to what we have in the game right now. So if that's mm-hmm. my ten, I would put the twin spell. And you know, like what's a terrible mechanic like um, Inspire? Uh, and Inspire is like <laughs> like a one or a two, right? Um, I would put twin spell for me personally. I would put it somewhere in the neighborhood, potentially without seeing all the cards. I would. I, I'm optimistic on. It. I would put it like a seven for potential. Wow. Yeah, I'm optimistic because of its limitation. I think they can get pretty audacious with it. X, what do you think? If they make shaman cards with twin spell, it's going to be a 9 or a 10 because Hagatha exists. Yes, that's true. That's true. And it's just going to be hilarious for me to (laughs) smack somebody in wild with a rune spear that's rotating (laughs) tier. To smack somebody with rune spear, hit a twin spell, get it back in my hand. I'm just... It's gonna be it's gonna be hilarious. I'm gonna love it. So many so many shenanigans gonna happen with Twin Spell. Yeah, I um I think I've got it probably maybe like slightly lower than as. I'm I'm curious because this is this has the potential to be so gross. And I know like every mechanic they introduce can. It could be like oh inspire, heal yourself back of the thirty. <laughs> like, <laughs> like that's of course that's a gross mechanic. But right. like yeah, it's gonna be curious how to see if if we have if Druid is the only indication to go off of. I think they're very clearly undertuning it. <laughs> right. Oh but, my god. <laughs> um but yeah, I if think they it's just another broken druid spell. I think I think everybody would delete their accounts, right? <laughs> Druids like that, like I don't know if you've seen that episode of Simpsons, like there's a fight in a schoolyard and one kid's like, Stop, he's already dead. <laughs> like that feels like Druid at this point. I know right. a car druid is still kinda in there like everything's happening, but like I they've moving, they've taken their, their wounds. Moving UI to to classic set, by the way. Don't don't oh, say boy. that. Don't say that. I, I I I will I will delete. I will legitimately delete my account and become a Minecraft streamer. Sounds like an improvement. <laughs> um, and just to recap real quick, because it was it was asked in chat. The twin spell mechanic is is very simply put, um, a spell that has. Um, oops, that's not the right one. A spell that no. has... That's the show notes, guys. Don't look at that. A spell that has a twin spell on it has... Uh, it casts twice. So you, you, you cast this, you get an exact copy of it minus the twin spell on it. That's that, That's the twin spell mechanic. So. Any more to, to add to that discussion? Feels good. I'm really, I'm excited to see what they do with it because it, it it's it, you know it's just going to be a fun card when done when done with a you know powerful situation. I, I Next agree. Topic. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, okay. Well, they also talked about um, one of the. It's kind of a new mechanic, or is it really more like a new card type? I'm not really sure how to how to word this. But um, Eric, do you want to explain what 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 lackeys are and and how they work? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, lackeys are super interesting because I don't know if anyone played, uh, we talked about this last, uh, last week, of course, but if anyone played goblins versus gnomes, um, there were things called spare parts. There were one mana cards that had special buffs or debuffs, if you will. Um, 
And so uh, moving forward to the, to the current set, lackeys are now one mana, one, one minions that all have a special effect that's overstatted for their cost. Um, so we've got a few different ones. I don't know if it's, if, if it's worth just mentioning that and then we can get into mm -hmm. the actual effects mm -hmm. as they, um, as, as we get to the card side of things, sure. but all their effects are battle cries. So when you play them, something will happen that is a bit stronger than what you'd expect from a one mana minion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we were talking about it a little bit before the show, um, and I think the overall like knee jerk reaction to them is. But we'll we'll dive into that more in, in a minute. Um, uh, X, do you have any any particular thoughts, um, just generally speaking about about the lackey mechanic? Do you think it's uh, is it necessary to 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 introduce a new card type, or do you think they're just doing this more to like be a throwback to the spare parts card? Um, or does it like muddy up the RNG pool a little too much or other thoughts? I, so honestly, root clouds, dude, you kind of killed it. You stole my thunder this way, right? Got him. Yeah, way. that way. You that way. Stole, <laughs> I stole right my thunder too. with the, with the economy, dude, because it, that's what it all busts down to is the economy. Yeah. It's a one mana card or I'm sorry. It's a three mana card staple onto one mana cost. They're all two mana overstated, which means they are going to be a net tempo gain on the following turn. So it's an immediate value immediate value play, but if you have one extra mana, it now becomes a value slash tempo play. So mm -hmm. Because you're getting your um, what was the scheme card? You're getting your three mana one five right. and two three mana cards that cost one. So you take that immediate that immediate I guess tempo hit in order to mm -hmm. gain your value. Because a three mana to... one five is terrible. Exactly. But, but then you have two three mana cards for one mana, so it's a, it's a. How do I want to say it? Three plus three is six plus three is nine. Mm -hmm. So you have nine value for five mana. Correct is I guess how I want to overall frame it. And yeah, I can't say it any better than Eric did. Yeah, and the one thing I want to add there is it's interesting that they highlighted it it's specifically in Rogue because then you have the added economy of now Rogue doesn't have to think so much about putting in combo activators because they can get them. Yes. naturally and that's an, in it in and of itself speaking of economy an economy boost because they can put other cards in there and or get more value because they're getting these free ones and then of course they've got rogue has all these kickback mechanics like vanish and shadow step and um, lab recruiter and all these other things where they can get this this in oh, not infinite but well yes theoretically infinite value out of so it's definitely oh, yes. an interesting and powerful mechanic I'm almost afraid that they'll have to water it down or this is going to be like a one of mechanic because you don't want to saturate the, the, the meta with so many of these kind of like super power potential cards. But again, that's just me probably yeah, being cynical. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. It seems like, like the whole concept behind lackeys is all these, the five of them are based off of kind of the five villains of the expansion. So they all have their specific themes of like, um, I'm going to give a specific example. You better believe it. Go ahead. Um, so like Goblin Lackey, Dr. Boom, Kobold Lackey, um, you know, the other dude. Togweb. <laughs> I literally said their name earlier. <laughs> like that sort of thing. So like I think it's going to stay in this expansion. I think it's a really cool game design decision too, just mm -hmm. because, hey, it's it's a really nice tie into the fact that you have these villains and these are their lackeys and now Rogue gets to have them. Yeah. Well, I, I'm pretty sure that, that all the classes are going to have some access to them. I just think it's interesting yeah. that, they, that they highlighted Rogue first mm -hmm. that was yeah. the first thing that popped out, out to my mind was was well free combo activators 
Yeah, it makes sense. Which free like to me, it's more important that it frees up space in their deck for other things, and kind of fills the the, the, the hole that things like um, um, cold blood becoming two mana. So. So the. The big thing is, though, we're, we're going to need something better than what we're talking about because three mana one five is never going to see play, no matter how many lackeys it puts in your hand. True. It could fill your hand with lackeys. Let's look at, let's look at that card that fills your hand with spring paws. What is that? The legendary. Halazi we don't even know the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Halazi. Hides so, like, tattoo on the other. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, it's like it's giving you tempo cards in a card that makes you take a tempo hit. And that's right. the biggest yeah. issue. We need to find a way to abuse it. Like Spirit of the Shark makes it good, but now you have two bad cards <laughs> to make one card okay. Thoughts so anyway, of- we'll get to that in our card review stream yeah, sure. on the fort. Thoughts just to put in your head for when we talk about these cards in more detail. What, how do you think that they're going to um, impact the arena? Just just oh. something to throw out there for, for some consideration when we when we come back to these cards here in a few minutes. Um, X, um, that's not the only new mechanic slash card type we're getting now. Um, do you want to talk oh. about the next card? They, they actually going to add quite a bit of like new cards and mechanics in this one. Um, and the next one on the list, um, if you wouldn't mind, X. Schemes. Mm-hmm. Schemes are cards that get better and better the longer they sit in your hand. And you get angrier and angrier the longer you know it's in your opponent's hand. <laughs> mm-hmm. or when it's at the bottom of your deck <laughs> <laughs> when you, know you top what? deck it's it one turn after you deck. need it <laughs> yeah it's never at the bottom of my deck but let's here's something uh here's something that's pretty important you can reduce a uh, lazul scheme is something i want to highlight in particular mm-hmm. which is it says reduce the attack of an enemy minion by one till your next turn it upgrades each turn the way they work is they could and peter Whalen put out on twitter that they go forever so if you're 30 turns into it you can reduce reduce the attack of an enemy enemy minion by 30 until your next turn well this gives priest an effective way to deal with these pesky four attack minions for zero mana this is putting priest next to um, it's putting priest in a much better spot. We thought that priest was going to have a big issue losing its psychic scream mm-hmm. and basically all of its good cards, but this is showing that it's going to give uh, blizzards are going to give priests more um, more of the same type of control and they're not essentially they're not going to let it go to the wayside. And mm-hmm. I predicted at the release of last year, twelve months ago, I predicted priest was going to be huge. Well, damn it. I was right, and I hope I'm not right about this, but Priest is going to be huge again. Thanks, X. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be right. <laughs> but uh, schemes, guys. Yeah. Schemes and Priest. Um, and <laughs> I just want to make a quick note. Uh, I guess You no, called it. No, you called it. You can yeah. say it. You called it. Oh, no, yeah. not even that. No, believe me. You I'm way too insecure but to you try did, to but you did. I'll say stream. you called this. He called it 100, mm-hmm. 100%. My original idea was that this could be, like, they could introduce a mechanic that would be something that starts at the beginning of a game. And it'd oh. be like, we talked kind of like Aura, mm-hmm. like an effect that, like, your class would have. So it's still cool to see they took a similar route and they they did go for, the, for these ideas of, like, hey, wait till you get to turn limit and you're you're ready to... <laughs> Forty-five to really damage. Deal. Yeah. <laughs> Take that! <laughs> See you later, darkness. You know, like <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah. I don't know. Now you're a five five. 
And I have more commentary on the priest uh, scheme later on, but I, I'll probably hold it until then, I guess. that makes That's what I was going to say, but thank okay. you for hyping stuff up. Okay. Um, they did They did confirm, though, that we will see more old mechanics return. Um, they didn't go into in details, but we do know it was also confirmed that that these this year's, all three of this year's um, um, expansions are going to be thematically linked. It's going to tell a story over three different expansions throughout the year. Um, so one can infer from that that the other mechanics will be returning in some of these other sets. So I'm kind of uh, I'm kind of excited to see how um, how that that plays out, um, but um, they did definitely hint that there will be more of those to come. Are there any mechanics in particular that you guys are excited to see, or or if not directly, but maybe harken back to in kind of the ways that they've they've talked about or they've shown that they're doing so far? Um, Inspire. In- <laughs> and we're done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the show's credibility just went through the floor. Thank you for that. <laughs> well, with Benny, with Gen and Baku, Inspire is going to be crazy good. Oh wait. <laughs> sorry, oh, sorry, wild players. We don't mean to like rain on your parade. <laughs> um, Eric, do you have a do you have a thought right out right out the gate, or do you need a minute to think about it? Spare parts. I want to put some spare straight, parts on some lackeys. Great spare parts. <laughs> <laughs> and I just I just want to get really weird with it. Okay. If, if we're getting weird with spare parts, bring Mech Mage back. Let's go. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned it last we talked week. Talked about this before. Yeah. You we'll mentioned it last week. You're excited now. <laughs> Can I just like as a as an Easter egg mention Mech Mage at some point throughout each orbit? <laughs> I think I think you should. We can make it a meme. I mean, we like we are fans of memes here and 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 running Mech jokes. Mage is not a meme. Thanks. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was an absolutely thing. dominant deck for like a year and a half. <laughs> Before I just like the idea of X showing up like gradually more and more each stream, having like slightly more bodice-sized features and like a little like mage hood. And you're like, what do you mean? What the amount of value mean? that this generates is insane. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever you think Robot XL sounds like, insert it in place. <laughs> I liked it. I liked it. I do like, for me personally, I do like that they're kind of like harkening back to Kazakis. I know people have mixed feelings about Kazakis, but let's be honest. The only reason Kazakis was good is because Priest's Hero Power was broken for a while. Um, but Kazakis in and of itself was, I think, one of the best designed cards in the game, like ever. Like it was so clever and so. Um, it was so flexible and and it rewarded skill and good decision making in a way that like like I've said before like I feel like only discover is one of the few mechanics that, that comes close to that. Um, so I, I would like to see more Kazakis like cards or uh, and, and I know we we're getting one like that um, which we'll get to in a minute. But I would like to see more of that. Maybe not a lot because I don't want it to be like oversaturating. But it's kind of like. And maybe it's because I love Discover, but it's kind of like Discover Plus. So I'm a big, big fan of like the the Kazakis mechanic. I think Kazakis is really cool. If they added more Highlander stuff, mm-hmm. I would be, I would be very happy. Um, yeah, I missed that mecha- gonna, that that archetype. Yeah, and I'm going to leave my thoughts on that there for now because I might want to talk about that very soon. Exclusive hmm. content. Teasing the tease. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So, um, Azrael, yes. Well, I want to ask you because you're kind of the the hero around here, like oh. the actual superhero. Oh, now I'm gonna um, blush. Okay. It it sounds like they're setting up sort of a situation where you have heroes versus villains, and I am curious. Yeah. Your one, I think that's worth explaining. But two, I'm curious about your thoughts on it. Um. Okay. Um. 
some of you guys know I kind of like comic books, kind of like superheroes, um, and I definitely love me like at least thematically. Maybe not so much in the Hearthstone scene right now, but definitely thematically, love me some paladins. Um, so I'm super excited, like X was talking about, about this kind of like Avengers style, like good versus evil. Uh, uh, thing that they're going for. They're dividing the classes into two teams. The League of Evil and what they're calling the Defenders of Dalaran. And they're splitting the classes 5-4 um, because, you know, odd number of classes. But it's going to be um, it's going to be Priest, Rogue, Shaman, Warlock, and Warrior are the League of Evil. And then it's going to be Paladin, Mage, Palad- uh, Paladin, Mage, Hunter, and Druid. Druid, thank you, are going to be the defenders of Dalaran, uh, which I think is so cool. And I, I, I want to see I want to see them lean into the theme and have like like in, in WoW lore style, but have like almost like superhero costumes at one point. Like I would love to see like one Captain America um, style oh, yeah. paladin hero skin. Oh my oh, yeah. god! I would lose my. I would. I don't care how like bad Paladin is in the future. I would play like Paladin eighty percent of the time just for that. Yeah. So Can I'm we super get a red, white, and blue in Noyotron? <laughs> <laughs> Way to one up my idea, sir. Yeah, no, dude, Louise. that was your idea. I just put a color on it. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I, I, no, I love it. I, so I'm super, super, super excited about about that in particular. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of partial to the hunter and I love thematically the paladin. So I kind of like the classes that are, um, that, that, that are, uh, in the dollar and defenders, but I, oh. um, I, I can't wait to see how, the, how the, this plays out. What about you guys? I know X, you're excited. So, so I guess Eric, <laughs> I'm going to bounce it back at you. Uh, I mean, what I'm honestly looking forward to is the theorying. Uh, I want to say theory crafting, but crafting does not apply to the situation. So we're going to call it the theorying that's going to happen as far as what they will be doing. Um, considering we already know that Hagatha, Dr. Boom, um, we've got Rafam, and then we've got uh, Togwaggle as like our villain. Oh, and then Lazul as like our villain. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to think <laughs> about what they could be otherwise. And that's because also I like craft lore. And I know mm-hmm. Exiles did not play warcraft we love them anyway warcraft for two months and two got months. my yeah i got somebody up to level 19 i can't remember what it was <laughs> i like it okay no you're part of the crew that's how it's all it takes it's enough yeah i'm a yeah. lore expert yeah yeah it's like it's like going on vacation to a country where certain edibles are legal and then you know you sampled them you enjoyed them and you came back you know it's so the first comparison we all thought of. It's the first place I my brain went. I mean, I definitely didn't bring any back with me. Um, I'll be right back. <laughs> What's that dog doing following me? <laughs> no, but so go. Oh, wait, no. We were, talk, we were talking to Eric. I was about to just pop off with the League of Eagle Thoughts. I'm so excited. I am I'm too. So excited. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty giddy too. Yeah. We got to have a face off. I mean, because I feel like X could lean into League of Evil and Azrael could lean into Defenders. And I, I could I'm say. I'm 100% on that. Yeah, I can see some content. Welcome so, to our, our meeting. <laughs> funny enough, the number, the 100... The, Sounds like a Twitter poll. The 100% thing I wanted to talk about, the 100% thing I wanted to talk about was the League of Evil because that's what got me the most excited. So it's funny that you even bring that up because I was thinking, what they take this League of Evil and 
it's just goes completely away from the typical archetype. So typically, what do we think of? We think of priest as being the control class. Well, mm -hmm. it's now shadow priest because it's the League of Evil, which is now aggressive priest. They have surrendered to madness. They have the Akanai Soul Girl, the two mana three two that makes your hero power deal damage instead for the turn. So you have you have these tools here, and then for rogue, mm -hmm. you're going to go for a control slash fatigue rogue using the new rogue scheme, Togwaggle's uh, Togwaggle scheme. scheme. Yep, yep, Togwaggle scheme, where it just shuffles and turn 30, 30 copies of some garbage into your deck, and thirty zillii <laughs> in your deck, thirty <laughs> zillii in your deck, thirty zillii in your deck, and then shaman. You have if they're setting up for a control shaman. Look, we saw peanut shaman not too long ago that yeah. Viper played in <laughs> the Winter Championships and really yeah. kind of popular. Dragon Shaman's kind of floating around, but Hagatha, what does she do? She really enables that long, long game. Shaman, the typically aggressive class, now has a control style that it can play. We mm -hmm. look, we move forward one more to Warlock, Rafam. What does he look like? He looks like a control, a control hero, right? Archie Rafam, or Archvale Rafam. And we're going to go into it in a moment, but basically he just, he's one of those infinite value cards we need to be mm -hmm. afraid of. Mm -hmm. um, but again, we'll talk about that later. I he lends itself to a control a control style deck and normally what is warlock warlock is that mid-range or that aggro deck because it can replenish its war its resources and dr boom it's a turn seven death knight. well not death knight it's a turn seven hero card that can be used for value moving forward so i'm thinking rush warrior think about the boomsday the boomsday stuff had the mech or i mean the past year had the mech magnetic which leans right into Dr. Boom being aggressive because they're basically neutral buffs, as well as the uh, the Dr. Boom hero card, like I said, and the rush mechanic on top of all of that, leaning itself into an aggressive warrior. So I think they're going to take the classes in evil and completely flip their archetypes up. I, I love it. I got to tell you, you hit the nail on the emotional head for me. My first yeah. class that I really loved back in um, in beta was was Priest. And I tried so hard with the limited and terrible cards they had to make Shadow Priest work. Um, and I got one that was actually kind of viable, but mostly because people were bad and didn't know how to play around it. Once they figured it out, it, the, the deck tanked. But I, I loved trying to make Shadow Priest work for a long time. It was the first class I got to 500 wins after they implemented that because I was having so much fun trying to make Shadow Priest work. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited to see an actual viable Shadow Priest. I hope, just for that sake, you're right. What are your mm -hmm. what, what do you think they're going to do with, since you, like, you know, went total doctor deck on us yeah, that's um, yeah no that's why that's why we love you why we you know call you, call you professor x um what do you think they're going to do with the dalaran defenders then same thing flip those archetypes okay. i haven't i haven't exactly been able to get a good hold on that in particular but i do have two thoughts on the remaining four classes okay first one paladin because i you know i love me some paladin I just hate all the archetypes out there. Right. I want to play Spiteful Paladin until the end of the world. You know, sure. Paladin is set up to be the best mid-range class because its hero power really lends itself to a mid-range archetype. However, we don't have that. So what are they going to do for Paladin? They're going to make our favorite Highlander card the hero for Paladin. Reno damned <laughs> Jackson, the Paladin, is what I I'm saying. hope you're right. And when you oh, play it, it restores you to full beautiful. life? Yep. Not neutral, paladin only. Reno Jackson is what I'm saying. Blizzard, hire this man right now. Hire him right now. <laughs> yeah, jeez. 
son and of a. The second freak. thing that I'm saying is they're going to just gut Hunter. Hunter's not going to get a single damn good card. They're going to push the Death Rattle <laughs> Hunter archetype. But mechs and Death Rattle don't happen in Hunter. So never mind, Blizzard. Don't hire this man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry those those are my two thoughts. Those are my two thoughts on the Dalaran defenders. I didn't really have enough time to come up with another crazy theory. <laughs> no, I, I I love it because like in um in. With it actually makes sense with with how they have like um, the card that converts all of Paladin's life to armor. You play that yep. card, and then the next turn, That's the call. next next turn, you play uh, you play uh, Reno the Lightbringer, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. No, I, I mean it. think about it, dude. Think about the call into Coin Reno Jackson. How dirty that would be. Four Coin Reno on five. <laughs> Gross. The laugh. I the laugh it. is what I don't like. I love it. <laughs> and then Zandalari Templar. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Yeah. X just broke anyway, the meta. Sorry, I... The meta hasn't even been hasn't even started yet and he already broke it. <laughs> um <laughs> Eric, what about you? You got any you got any thoughts? Because we, we both gushed for oh, different man. reasons. What do you think? No, you did. Jeez Louise. I feel like I'm the, the beaver dam now. Like <laughs> I don't know what to say. That's that was beautiful. <laughs> Listening to Exile's talk was like watching like uh, Picasso paint. <laughs> Like the director of the Airbud movies keep filming Airbud movies. It was just beautiful. You say um, such beautiful things, then you have to go and ruin them by continuing well, to talk. Okay, listen here. <laughs> my Next to my Airbud tattoo. Because <laughs> um, all I got, <laughs> all I got here, I was excited about this because, like I mentioned, the lore side of it was was fun to think about in like theory craft. But like, I did not even think about mechanics and like the direction they could take the classes. I did think about what I think is maybe some fair guesses though, as far as what they're gonna do. Um, I think for Mage, it's almost got to be a shoo-in that the character is going to be Ronin. Ronin is already an existing legendary, which they have no problem repurposing existing legendaries into True. going forward. Hag but Ronin up. is like, <laughs> exactly. Ronin is literally like the, the I don't know what the, the, the pinnacle of like Dalaran. Like when I think of Dalaran, even though I didn't play during that time, all I heard about was Ronin. Mm -hmm. And so having it be like, hey, this is a defender of Dalaran. And it's like the mage who literally like, ran the town like <laughs> i after think Cadgar, that's gonna be a fun yeah. thing to see well, after cadgar but here's the deal a lot of people didn't like ronin so i heard about ronin more often right um for druid i thought because of all the treants uh like remulos would come back for anyone who doesn't know remulos is like a half like night elf half um i always want to say horse but it's not really they're called like dryads and they're kind of just like they've got just imagine a horse body but it's not really that it's like a, it's like a tree horse yeah, the centaur. There you go. Or a tree horse, as some people would like to refer to them as. <laughs> Hashtag tree horse in chat, please. Yeah, can we get some tree horse going real quick? Um, and I just thought that because like they're clearly pushing treants, and I think this is the expansion. Like this is Druid's Frost Shaman expansion. So like, oh, I hope we so, may as well I'm... lean into it. Yeah. Can 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 this be like if they're gonna go into like the whole Avengers thing or like the whole superhero mm -hmm. thing? Can this be the one where uh, a sniper with a um, uh, a kryptonite bullet um, assassinates Druid and we and they release a special issue five hundred, uh, the death of Druid, um, and then like he can come he can, like of course because it's a comic book right so they always come back but he can come back <laughs> and like he can come back and like you know. Uh, you know, twelve episodes, which is twelve months, and come back in the next expansion. Um, if they're not gonna, if they're not gonna let us ban priest, then by all means, let us murder druid. <laughs> I am good with murder. I am good. Let's go. <laughs> uh, hashtag death of druid. Um, issue five hundred in chat, please. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah. Also, Eternal Orbit's going to be hosting their own The Purge starring Exiles <laughs> for them, so <laughs> make sure to stand by for that. Hearthstone um, Purge yeah. edition? <laughs> I've got two more people, but this next one's the only one that's like actually good as sure. p- compared to the ones that I think are good, and the last one's Paladin, which like I don't know what they're, what they're going to do, but someone mentioned this on Twitter. I completely agree. There's a card called Toshley. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a gnome and it's like a yeah exactly right and uh, they're like a gnome they have a gun in their card art and they're already leaning into mechs with um with uh, Hunter mm-hmm. and the Hunter legendary almost looks like something that could have been built by a gnome it's probably more goblin based but it looks like it could have been built by a gnome and maybe a little retcon it that way and so like it makes sense that they could just they were a neutral card but it makes sense they lean into Toshley being like their, their other defender and I could see them being like hey we need a gnome in here because you always need a gnome in there <laughs> Always. Again, that's what my wife said. <laughs> but no, that's dope, dude. <laughs> Got him. I like the it. One to alley-oop. I like it. No, gnome hunters. Gnome hunters. Let's yeah. do it. Nothing more beautiful. And that's it. And then Paladin, I didn't know what to put. I, I said Terillion, maybe, because Terillion, even though like not Dalaran-based, um, right. they're like a very popular Paladin right now, considering the events of Legion, going mm-hmm. into, I think they have a pretty sizable role in Battle for uh, battle, battle uh, as Yeah, well. I'd say so. I'd say so. Okay, they're they're wow. kind of important. Spoken uh, like a big know-it-all from a '90s sitcom, huh? <laughs> I'd say so, Eric. I love you, Ezreal. You're the best superhero. <laughs> and so, anyways, like they, I think it makes sense from like a, a business standpoint to be like, hey, and here's a champion you can see by logging into Battle of Azer- uh, Battle for Azeroth right now. You know, same they way they had Rosticons had a whole thing. I think the other idea that they were tossing around, if I remember from the developer e- emails we were getting on uh, the Eternal Orbit g- mm-hmm. Gmail business account, yeah. which for business inquiries, you can email eternalorbitgg at gmail.com. Yeah, we'll, we'll bring uh, it up later <laughs> if you didn't have time was, to write it down. Was that they were actually going to uh, car- uh, do a caricature of Azrael and use him as the, <laughs> as the paladin defender of Dalaran. Oh, my God. But like a soul tree Azrael. Oh, my like God. Maybe there's, some, there's light in there, but there's a little dark. <laughs> I'd love that. I would. I would die. I would. I would retire. That would be life goal uh, achieved. Oh yeah. They made what that lone defender card that was based off uh, one of their head designers. Which one was? Uh, lone defender, the three mana two four that oh, gains yeah, taunt yeah, divine shield. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah. literally the, the designer made it after themselves. Not at all hubristic. <laughs> no, it's a great it's a card. card. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is there um, is there anything else about like just the the overarching mechanics or um, um, stuff that they they talked about in the uh, in the expansion that that we we should cover before we move forward? As show feet or show cards, pick one. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go with cards here because I'm wearing shoes <sighs> and socks, and it would be hard to get them both off in a timely manner. We've already you're uh, wearing shoes inside. Who said I'm Who inside? Who said he's inside? Yeah. I mean, look, night sky, blue behind me. I mean, he's yeah. clearly in the great white north. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> right, well, he's really doing work. Let's let's <laughs> let's delve into our um, let's delve into to discussing some cards because I know I'm chomping in the yeah. bit here, and we got we got like twelve cards and five lackeys to talk about. Um, so without further ado, I say I say we just uh, we just kind of kind of go for it. What do you think? I'm going to congratulate myself real quick. I only spoiled three of the cards up to this point. <laughs> hey, you know what, though? Considering how excited we are to talk about them, I'm surprised we didn't talk or spoil more of them. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, all right, I'm just going to pop over and 
I think the, the first card up here is Archvillain Rafam, which is a 7-mana, seven 7-8 seven, Warlock Legendary, re which reads Taunt and Battlecry, replace your hand and deck with Legendary Minions. Um, this is clearly a throwback to, what is it, the Golden Monkey card? From is that yep. is, is that what is that the right card there? Yeah, which from uh, from the lady. Uh, what was oh, what was her own? <laughs> is uh, Elise oh, Elise Elise the yeah, original yeah. Elise before they reprinted her? Yep, she shuffled the gold monkey in your deck, which was three mana a three mana six six. Turn all the all the cards in your hand and deck to pog mm -hmm. champions, legendary cards. Yeah, mm -hmm. I really like Arch Archvillain Rafam. I really loved Elise. I really loved Elise. I never had Elise when I was uh, mm -hmm. playing back then because I was I was super casual. Like I said, uh, you guys know the story. I played for a few months and then just completely set the game aside for a few years. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, I loved the card even though I never got to play with it. And so being able to play with it, and it's in my favorite class, and they made it odd so I could play Odd Warlock and Wild, <laughs> and it costs seven so I could play it with Starliner and Defile in Wild. <laughs> I, I mean. It's just, Thank you, Blizzard. Like, I understand it's an infinite value card that we need to be afraid of, but if Mecha Cthulhu can exist, then thank you I'm just for letting gonna, our chief defund oh, our I'm just going to, I'm going to get excited when you throw it into your, um, into your, uh, Pandaren deck with, uh, four oh, brewmasters. <laughs> That's well, going to be great. No, 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 Eric. No, no, shh. No, 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 no. Just go with it. Just go with it. I'm going to find a, I'm going to find a way to make them untargetable. Yes. <laughs> make they, them. Shh. What's Forget that one warlock card that that uh, it makes sure your hero immune? It's uh, not a warlock card. Aldemonic project. Aldemonic oh, project Ooh. into. Oh wait, demonic project just changed you. Damn it! Oh, yeah, you're, talk okay. you're, you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about Malganus. You mean like literally yeah, immune. changing Malganus yeah. to be targeting your cards, <laughs> as in they cannot be changed anymore. I think it'd be a great idea, Blizzard. I'm I'm open to inquiries. I'm I'm actually well, glad. Uh, the uh, joking about the 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 brewmaster side. I'm actually glad that they made it that replaces the cards in your hand too, so you can't do that because I could just see this becoming another oppressive ghost card. So, yeah. It already is sure. an oppressive ghost card, but. <laughs> But I'm gonna love it. So it's a nice finisher, though, right? Like, like you can, like that's true. In in it gives like mid range warlock or even zoo warlock a way to win games when they just kind of get behind, right? They can just they can yolo for some hopefully big impactful cards. I mean, yeah, they're probably gonna get some like chosen there and it's gonna suck. But when all of your cards are you know three twos and three fours. Uh, it, it'll be nice to have an option to like just reset your deck and win a game that you might otherwise not win, and you're only investing one card in doing it. Uh, yeah, okay. I can see like I can see the card being powerful enough for there to be the desire or the temptation to put it into mm -hmm. a zoo or a mid range um, style warlock. But I think that the most mid range, like personally, I see it working in a hand lock scenario mm -hmm. or a control lock scenario, but. I'm not putting a seven mana card in my zoo deck. Sure. I almost don't even want to put Leroy in because it costs five. People put Gul'dan in their zoo decks, though. So I mean, exactly. Like I said, the yeah. temptation's there because yeah. it's that powerful of a card. As right. it's that powerful, you're not wrong. Um, man, I think Rafam looks like a more fun Whizbang. <laughs> <laughs> we know how much you love Whizbang for like a minute. Yeah, if you want, if you're like. Oh, Bang, but I never got the chance. Craft Rafam and you'll have, you'll have a better two weeks than the people who crafted Whizbang. 
And that's like not fair because clearly people played Whizbang decks who didn't necessarily have the cards to experience all these different things. But sometimes you'd queue up with the terrible decks like five times in a row and you'd be on ladder and you're on your final boss and you're right. like, I just want to hit Legend. And so uh, with Rafam, you have a better chance of actually hitting Legend. Um, I think it'll be very fun. I'm definitely going to play it if I get it. But like, I don't know. Sorry to bring it down, but I think it's just going to be there for a good time. And then when it comes to the more competitive side, you'll start to see it fall over and not cross over as much as as much as we would all hope it to. Clip but. it and start and start tagging the things that you want Eric to eat when this card becomes oppressive oh, and they nerf it. Please tell me how when, much gallons of water you want me to pour in my head when X hits rank one legend with Archvillain Rafan <laughs> handlock. There you go. I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, I wish, dude. I wish. Yeah, it's it's. it's... Good. Right. <laughs> well, <laughs> we can make the YouTube clip now if we need. Like, like, like all of our is going like, and then, and then we got the card in the middle. Like, we can do that. Just know that the that we all feel the same way, right? But what else What's is on the next, dude? Yeah, let's yeah. Go on, let's move on to the next one. Next we have um, Chef Nomi, a seven mana, mm. six six neutral legendary. Battlecry, if your deck is empty, summon 6-6 six, six Grease Fire Elementals, which I think are just neutral elementals, if, if I understand correctly. I know they showed a video of it, but I, I, I forgot to actually check before I uh, before I popped in here today. But I believe they're just I'm going to pretend like I checked and confirm what you said. Okay. All right. X, hashtag <laughs> confirmation bias. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think? Well, if it... It's pretty bad, but I could also see it being worse. So, right. <laughs> like, there's obviously there's a synergy where you want to play Myra's Unstable and then you want to play Chef Nomi, and people are going to want to say something like Odd Rogue, and I'm going to want to laugh at them because it still costs seven mana. Mm-hmm. It's two legendaries. <laughs> You're pacing your game plan. Yeah, exactly. It just, <laughs> it's bad with a side of really bad. You're right. Right to me, but it's I'm going to get it to go off. Oh, yeah. I, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. It's and then those, shuffle it. Yeah, it's one of those things that looks like it should be good because oh, it's like look at all this value I get, and I can win. I can win games that go to fatigue. But then you Love realize that. I've got five hit points, and I'm going to die in two turns if I don't kill them <laughs> because I'm going to die to fatigue. So it's, I I see it being a, a card that's going to be good, like in um. Maybe I don't know. In no, nope. I can't see. I can't see a scenario where it's good. I can't. I can't see a scenario where it's good. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. Here's what you do. Oh god. You play Chef Nomi. You play Chef Nomi. Then you Grim Rally. Then you Starliner. <laughs> Congratulations, wild players! You just gotta. Yeah. Enjoy the free. That one's for free. Okay. <laughs> No, I, I mean, can can anybody think of a like a legitimate deck that that we can conceive of right now where that deck where that card would make sense that you would want to draw or hold on to in Big your hand? Mage. What's that? Big spell mage. It's dragon color Alana that costs seven mana instead of nine. That is true because it is six elementals. I guess that does make sense. Leave it to X to find a way to, to make that work. But do you want that in an already tight list though? I mean, I guess it's I, a good sub. I if you still don't... wouldn't play it, no. Yeah, as I say, it, I mean, I guess it's a good sub if you are missing a card and you have it. But I mean, if you've got, you know, the cards to make a deck, why would you ever want to put that in over uh, something that competes with it? Like, like I normally say, you can either play that 
or you could play a good card. Right, exactly. Uh, chat says win more card. Uh, Jeremy, I agree. Uh, Jeremy literally took my line. Yeah. The... <laughs> wow. Other than, other than win more, Rude, do you, have, do you have anything you want to throw in on this one? Well, I'm going to set up the joke. The joke was going to be, hey, Exiles, what's the opposite of lose less? And Exiles would have said, pay less. The store that filed for bankruptcy. <laughs> um, and I would have said, no, it's win more. Um, yeah, no, that's that's the epitome of it. Like, if you're trying to make this work, you are trying to ignore maybe 20 other potential strategies that could have won you the game already. And that's being generous. So yeah, not much to say about it. cool card art, cool, cool a lot of things. It, it, it's a it's a it's a it's a small buff to uh, Shutterwalk though, so, which which you know of course that needs help. Oh, God, okay. Did I just steal your thunder? Junior over here. Okay. Yes, I was so excited looking at the Shutterwalk possibilities because you put it in ice cream walk, right? So you're already gaining a million freaking armor. True. Um, and now you're gaining a million armor. Don't make people think and about the words ice cream walk. Oh my god. Does that does that I make ice cream does that make ice cream shaman worse though? <laughs> Dude, ice cream shaman is legit a deck now. Because imagine this: you now pick them pick them all back up because you have Grumble in the pool, right? Ooh. And then you drop the drop the one that um, makes all your elementals cost one less. So now you have a whole bunch in the. Oh my god. Now you see why we love having conversations on Discord with X. We just give him like it's like it's like Chef Nomi. You just give him four ingredients and say, "Whip me up something special." It's Iron Chef Hearthstone Edition, starring Chef Exiles. Mm. Boom! I mean, I tied it all together. You see what I did there, guys? The new deck builder is actually just me working tirelessly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want to make a Paladin deck with Deathwing in it? Okay, right, let's make it even. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Like right. red eyes, you're shaking. It's beautiful. <laughs> oh my god! All right, what are we on, gonna tear to pieces next? Moving <laughs> on to the next card, um, we have uh, the the card that we were talking about earlier. The evil, all caps, E V I L, miscreant, uh, three mana, one five, rogue, common, combo, add two lackeys to your hand. Um, X, you were pretty excited about the lackey card, so you want to start us off on the conversation here. Yes, I love, love, love it. it because it fits right into my thing of control rogue, right? Mm -hmm. This plus Togwaggle scheme. Can you imagine Togwaggle scheming this back into your deck on oh, turn 29 man. when you're about to hit fatigue and the odd border on the other side is like, hey, I can win at fatigue. And then you're like, hey, no, you can't. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> It'll be great. But you know, like in all seriousness, what does it remind me of? It reminds me of Elite Torin Champion. Ooh, Only slightly worse. Wow. Ooh, good reference. Good reference. Throwback. Yeah. And and Only for the people that don't know Elite Torrent Champion. It's not even a game anymore, right? No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, the Elite Torrent Champion is the... It, it costs four mana? Is it five mana? It was five, it was five mana. Yeah, it was a five mana five, five, I think. Mm -hmm. And it put, it put the... Uh, it very put cool cards. In your opponent's hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, very cool cards. The cards rock. <laughs> they do they do but yeah and they had they had some sort of overpowered effect for their yep. mana costs um obviously you normally got to play yours first mm -hmm. but it didn't it didn't always work that way but in that way where it's just it's a powerful card that gives you more powerful cards it remind you know it feels like it has the same power level and if you guys know how good elite torian champion was you'll know how good evil miscreant will be 
even with 29 other cards to support it, the card was still trash. So we need more support. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to play with it. I think it's going to be fun. Eric, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be a fun card. It's not going to be like, like it's, this is not going to be the corner piece of your deck. You're not going to be running an evil miscreant rogue. Like, that's not the name of it. And let's clip it. But uh, I don't know. <laughs> it seems it seems like a fun time. I think the biggest piece that people have to look at is the fact that obviously it's generating value and it's ge- generating overstated value. Um, right. So like, I don't know. I, I, see, I see people experimenting with it. I don't know. It's it's going to be tough because we're getting to the point now where we have to start thinking of decks that are going to exist outside of the current meta. Mm-hmm. Um, and we have to think about cards that haven't even been created yet. Right. So, like, it's going to be interesting. Get ready for our full thoughts on Thursday, April 5th at uh, normal time, 6 p.m. Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Thursday, April 4th, card. you say? Oh, uh, yeah. Thursday, April 4th. Thursday, April What's happening on the 4th? Um, oh, boy. Card stream of some kind? You guys, special edition? Are you, are you even listening to me? <laughs> hmm. Um, where we'll have more well rounded opinions, but I'm, I'm, cautiously optimistic about it honestly mm-hmm. that's, i um i i kind of i'm in the same boat as uh, as you are because i understand it's a terribly static card and the the lackeys as powerful as they are i don't know if you're going to be able to make up because aggro still a thing guys I, I don't know if you're going to be able to make up for the temple loss with if you like if you just miss on your lackey cards you probably just lose the game if you play this on turn three right like this is not a card you're gonna play on turn three you're gonna play this on like what turn six or something try to combo the the the, the, the lackeys or you know that's the kind of thing so it's like what how do you make this work in a deck um that's already going to be tight and refined it, it's gonna i don't know I, i'm very I want it to work. Yeah, yeah, I want it to work. I want it to work, but I, I've seen this before. I see a card like this that my instant, my knee-jerk reaction is that's cool. It looks powerful, and then it just ends up being a card that I always thumb past whenever I'm looking to to, to put cards in in a deck that I'm making. So, um, if they give it more support, like X said, I think this is going to be not not just a powerful card, but a fun card. Um, but I'm exactly. I, I'm afraid it's just going to be another one that they release at launch because it looks really cool and interesting. It shows off the new mechanic, but then it just disappears. Um, so, I, you know, if, if, if I was to put a number on it right now in a vacuum, I'd be like, yeah, three and a half, four, somewhere in there. Yeah. I mean, just kind of lukewarm on it. Um, so with that, let's move on to the next one. Um, Eric, why don't you talk about this one? Because uh, you kind of hinted at it earlier, I think. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being a homie. Um, all right, so we got Lazul's scheme. Or wait, just, wait, no, Lazul's scheme was the one I was talking. Oh, about. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Well, you can talk about this <laughs> no, one okay. too. We do forbidden words, yeah, because yeah. it's I, another concept that um uh that we actually didn't really discuss uh, no. in, in as much detail as, as everything else. But forbidden um words is uh, along the line of a few other cards that they're going to be introducing. I'm pretty sure just for each class, where you uh, actually did priest only get forbidden cards. No, they no, got this in got they got this like, in Lazul's. Okay. Were the two that were released um, so far? Well, um, and so th- with this mechanic, at least uh, it harkens back to an older mechanic where you spend all of your mana, and it has a certain effect based on how much is actually being used. So I'm pretty sure Paladin had a similar one where you could heal yourself. They did. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, so I, I have a feeling, if not every class will be getting these, at least multiple classes will be getting these. Um, and I don't know, Forbidden Words. It's a zero mana card that 
can be absolutely gross, especially when you're that's like priest where you can potentially take advantage of a lot of card draw. Um, so there's a chance that that I don't know. I, I'm trying to think what like machine gun priest can start to come out, um, but I don't know. That priest regenerates zero mana, uh, heal for two. Mm-hmm. Obviously, wasn't super crazy, but I think this has potential. It's just it's removal which priest needs. Like you can't undervalue that enough considering priest is unless they fully lean into aggro shadow priest like priest has been a controlish style deck for a very long time built on the mid game and late game so right. um i don't know i'm i think it makes sense it, it fits it fits what they've established for the glasses identity and and for those um listening um on the podcast uh forbidden words is the card that we're talking about it's a zero mana priest spell uh rare priest spell and it reads spend all your mana destroy a minion with that much attack or less so those four mania minions are no longer safe or four attack minions are no longer safe um Mm -hmm. x what about you as a as an avid priest player and proponent of 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 further priest power what do you think about this card you know I absolutely love Burlock Priest, right? <laughs> Best start of a sentence I've ever heard. <laughs> you look real talk, like anything. This... <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I would like anything if they had relaxed to it as. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but this this one in particular lends itself to the aggro priest archetype I've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Because like you put it you put it in the aggro deck that I'm talking about with surrender mm-hmm. to madness, so you're losing two mana crystals. Who freaking cares? This costs zero. Mm-hmm. With your dredge king, your dredge king, it's called the one, the three three that makes a yes. two one taunt. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then you also have the Gadgetan auctioneer you put in there. You have the Akanai lady. You have this, the regenerate. You have a, a whole host of zero and one mana cost spells now, and you have grave horror, which costs one less for each Ooh. spell that you've cast this game. So Ooh. now you take forbidden words, and you and grave horror and this swamp dredge card. You're able to build a tokeny board, clear the biggest threat with forbidden words after having already played your two mana three two, the Akanai Lady, hit with that circle, clear the board, and finish up with your, I don't know, whatever your finishing card is. You just F people up with this card. It's gonna be awesome in aggro in aggro priest archetypes. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. That's where I saw it fitting in, uh, fitting into uh, control priests. They they don't need this. They've got they've got other ways to deal with 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 big threats. I'm sure this will get in control priests too, um, but I, I could see this being. It's the same reason why silence um, and and um, um, why, why like spellbreaker and owl and. Um, Black Knight even is sometimes played in 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 aggro decks. It's it's cheap, flexible removal um, that allows them to do what they want to do, which is get their dudes on your other dudes' faces. So um, yeah, I, I think it's a a card that's going to see um, mostly play in mid range and aggro, but a little little bit in control. But I don't think that's where it's it's going to be most at home. Um, overall, I think it's a pretty decent card though. I, I, I don't. Uh, I don't dislike it at all, and the fact that it's it's um, a rare is probably going to have some more impact on the arena, which we can talk about uh, in the future because the rare cards um, are obviously more common, and it's it's removal and priest, which can be very valuable in that in that format. So I'm interested to see um, what what they build around it, but I, I like the card overall. I, I don't really have a lot of bad to say about it. I think it's just a, a solid card. It might be the best card printed thus far, honestly. Yeah, 
Yeah, I think that's fair. Because I think a lot of these cards are like, like they're like spectacle cards. Like they show them because they yeah. show off the new mechanic, or they look cool, or they look like really like crazy. But that's just like a solid card that's just going to be like quietly in a lot of decks, and and just get, it's just going to be a workhorse. And I I think it's I think that's a good way to put it. Uh, X, uh, nice observation. Um, speaking of X, you want to you want to kick us off with the next card? Yeah, absolutely. We were talking. We were talking about, and it keeps going back to my insane theory mm-hmm. of, of the Oppo identity classes. So, what this next card is? Heck, the scheme. It's deal one damage to each minion, or to, excuse me, to all minions, not to each minion, to all minions, and it upgrades each turn. It costs, and it costs five mana. I should have started with the mana cost, but here we are. Um, so, Peter Whalen on Twitter said that the schemes will upgrade forever there's no cap on them so hack of the scheme on turn 10 if you had it in your opening hand will be five mana deal deal 10 mana damage to everything and win the game so <laughs> if it's if it's really well into the into the control archetype as we talked and we were just talking about how the priest uh forbidden words the priest removal spell would fit into an aggro priest well what is the difference why does one go into aggro and the other go into control it mostly has to do with the maximum upside on it. What is the maximum upside on Forbidden Words? Kills a Lich King or the Darkness, or it kills something. Hag at the Scheme, what is the upside on it? It deletes the board from the game. It's a five mana Twisting Nether. Yeah. Well, in aggro, you don't want to play a five mana Twisting Nether. In aggro, you don't want to play a five So give this, give this to me. Let me draw it on turn three. Play it on turn seven. Then play Hagatha, clear the board again, and win the game. That's what I'm saying. The card looks great. I love it. Uh, glowing review from X. Eric? Uh, leaning into it deep. Well, yeah. and so you have to think about this because um, this card is essentially replacing Volcano for Shadow mm-hmm. as far as their, their, their board removal tool because Volcano is being rotated out. Mm-hmm. So the one thing that I'm still like, that I'm still struggling with these schemes is, is the idea that like, obviously these are just that are still in your 30 card deck. Right. Um, the, only, the only thought I have about Control Shaman is it feels like it's not developed enough yet. Um, and maybe that's just my ignorance, but I'm not sure. Sh- but I'm trying to think of the other supporting cards that you have. I know you have Lightning Storm. You can run like you could, you can run other things. You can freeze their their board. You can uh, do single target removal. You have all that kind of stuff. Hex. Um, but I, I don't know. I'm not I'm not fully sold on it yet. Um, I think it, once I feel like Shaman has all the tools that they need to just totally deal with the onslaught of whether it's another aggro deck or another control deck, um, then like this will be gross. But I don't know. I'm not all the way there with it. But like the card itself is what we're reviewing. The card itself is strong. Right. <laughs> and it needs better supporting cast. Sure. I I think that this card is just... A, a Shaman has traditionally like just really good spells. They just have great spells. I think this is another another great spell but how many times have we said, you know, like in the past, looking, I, I can't tell you how many times as as a closet shaman fan, I've always <laughs> wanted shaman to be like good without being like uh, Shutterwalk good. <laughs> Not yeah. good in that way, but I've always loved the idea of shaman being good. Um, and probably because I was a shaman main for a long time in, in WoW as well. So I'm kind of partial to them because I love the spells and I love, I love the effects and I, I, I like their their flexibility and the, the fact that they've lent their a class like well, like warlock that lends themselves in theory to a wide range of deck types uh and, and 
but I feel like every time I see shaman cards, I get excited and then disappointed uh, because they look really powerful. But then we try to put them together and make them work. They just, unless they're completely broken because one you know has the word Shutterwalk written on it, then everything else just kind of feels meh. So I I want to see what, what what they have to 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 fit around it. The only thing I can see this working in right now is some sort of like ultra control spell shaman, where they just use all of their ridiculous spells to blow the board up and then you know get them back with things like Kragwa, um, or like a Malagos shaman something. I was like about that. to say Mali shaman. Yeah, that's that's kind of where my brain is leaning when I look at this. But I mean that's been tried to make a legitimate deck for you know five years and it kind of yeah yeah so. Yeah. Um, powerful card by itself but when i zoom back out and and i think of it in shaman right now it's gonna need some help like like eric said so that's about all i got uh, yeah. let's see here what do we got next oh um i kind of want to give this one to x because uh i'm pretty sure he's gonna have some fun things to say about this one so x take is it away spell word jeweler? <laughs> oh collect ghost i thought you're gonna give me spell word jeweler because that's one i'm um anyway so we'll collect ghost a 10 10- yeah, a 10-mana 4-12. A 10-mana 4-12 in Mage. Oh, 10-mana 4-12 in Mage. But your first spell each turn costs zero. But it's a 10-mana card. <laughs> you can cry and discover a spell, but it's a 10-mana card. So for the cost of one more than Ysera, you can have a 20 times worse effect. <laughs> Let's go! So obviously the upside, the like, let's look at the... The maximum amount of upside for this card, right? Maximum upside is that you discover, you either discover Flame Strike, Blizzard, or Pyroblast, right? So mm-hmm. you can play it alongside a alongside an AOE spell. If you don't play it with an AOE spell, you're gonna lose the game because you it has no it has no by itself impact on the board. It doesn't have taunt, it doesn't have rush, it doesn't have any way to have its 412 presence be known. And I don't know about you, but on turn 10. I don't think a 412 is a very good card. So the second half of it, the, the text on it, because it clearly fails the vanilla test, the text on it needs to be good enough. And I don't think that discovering one mage spell and being able to play it for free is good enough. And I think that if you're playing this in a deck where it's going to, uh, excuse me, if you're playing it against a deck where it's going to live, you are already going to win that game anyway. Mm-hmm. So here I am. I'm here to smash everybody's hopes and dreams. And I know everybody's so excited for the Year of the Dragon. The Mage Coletco is going to be great. We're going to have the Dose Ghost deck with Mally and Ghost in it. <laughs> nah, fam. Do that if you want to lose. Next. Um, again, just to, <laughs> j- just to give uh, the, the podcast listeners a, a little uh, perspective here. It's, it, Calicos is a, uh, is a Mage Legendary Dragon. Uh, 10 mana, 412 stat line. Um, and it, its text reads, your first spell each turn costs zero and it has battle cry, discover a spell. Eric, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, here's the first thought. Don't coin this because <laughs> you will not get a free spell. <laughs> so only play this on turn 10 if you're going to run deck that's my first psa for everybody because there's gonna yeah. be clips i don't want to see my friend being clipped why are you looking and at then me when you say to, that i'm i'm looking where i'm looking you must you <laughs> you've already had a very successful clip this week of rng so yeah um prep coin seed uh <laughs> so yeah i i don't know i uh i i this is interesting to me because <laughs> 
again, control mage, as we know it, is pretty much saying bye. And we're going to have mm-hmm. to look at if, like, and that's, I think that's the only, like, you cannot run this, in my opinion, in a tempo mage, a traditional tempo mage. Um, like, you're not, you're not dropping this on 10 and playing your fireball. <laughs> you're like, I got the board though with my 412. Like, that's not it. <laughs> so you can only, in my opinion, either evaluate this in like hand mage um, with like Astromancer and everything and, and whatever that other hilarious card is that does damage to your opponents based on how many cards are in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> Heavy elemental mage or like control mage. Um, and I don't know. It feels it feels like you're wasting a slot anywhere else except for Control Mage. Um, so I don't know. I'm, and then the battle like just discovering a spell is always <laughs> there's 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 so many things up in the air. And when you see yourself adding these butts and butts and butts to a card in Hearthstone, um, and it's not the unreleased Peach card, then you need to think about <laughs> the fact that this will probably be a card that isn't reliable enough to really uh, make itself the one of the thirty most you know important cards you think can go into your deck so um i think this will still be fun i don't know i'm but same as x i'm i think i'm 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 not as like i'm not as down on it as exiles but i'm definitely not as up on it as as i know a lot of people have been okay yeah i have i have two two real things i want to touch on with this with this card um number one um uh, pocket galaxy is a card um, if you hit that card before you play this one, then it's bonkers. Uh, I'm not quite as down on this card though. Um, I think that Dragon Mage is a legit deck and I think Dragon Mage is going to be a legit deck. And I think that the, um, the effect is persistent. Your first spell each turn costs zero. That's a persistent effect. And if they introduce more ways to add random spells to your deck or draw spells or create spells or generate spells or twin spells. And you can keep this guy alive using the proven quote unquote, or at least potential um, um, dragon cards that exist right now. Um, Cause like I've been having fun with the dragon mech that's currently the dragon mage that currently exists on, on the ladder as it is. I think Kibler is the one that's kind of like championed it. Um, and that deck works. Um, so this deck, this card could find it a home in that deck. Yeah. It's, it's, it's wonky. Yeah. It's, it's got a really, really, really high mana cost. Um, and yeah, it's, it's on average worse than, than Ysera, but it can, I think, find a, a, a home in decks. And I think it's going to see more play than we're, we might be giving it credit for. I think this card is actually going to be viable. I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put it out there right now. I think this this card is going to be viable, and I think um, Dragon Mage will be not necessarily a Tier 1 deck, but I think it'll be a, a deck that has some competitiveness and can can make a, a stand on the ladder. That's 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 my risky call for the evening. But I, I'm hopefully oh, I, optimistic I about this card. Hmm. I want to put it out there for the chat because I know, and for anybody who's going to watch it or listen to the podcast, because I know you guys have heard me say it before. I'm close to cutting Gul'dan from Evenlock because it costs 10 mana. Mm-hmm. And think about how impactful that card is in that in that deck and like how well I know that deck in particular. Right. right. So it has to be more impactful than that for me to want to play a 10 mana card. Sure. That's that's where I'm coming from when I and why I emphasize and said ten mana so many times. So uh, sure. I'm, glad, I'm glad you touched that as well as. Okay. Um, anything else before we move on? I think we got it. All April fourth. Right. All right. 
This time for real, Eric. This one's all you, buddy. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. Um, so, Lazul's... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, Lazul's scheme. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, exactly. I, I thought I was pranking myself into the last <laughs> card. So, Lazul's scheme, which I'm actually more excited about. Maybe it's because I'm a fool. But it's a zero mana um, epic priest spell. Um, the card text reads, Reduce the attack of an enemy minion by one until your next turn. Upgrades each turn. Um, so, again, gross that it's another zero mana priest spell. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, geez Louise. They're, they're, and the fact that they've introduced such cheap priest spells like Regenerate um, Last Expansion as well. Um, yeah, I, I'm super curious about this card. Um, honestly, the first thing that my mind went was um, you can play it and you can steal your opponent's card with the Kabul Shadow Priest. Um, and you can just take their Lich King for six mana. Um, it's just a mind control on demand. Like the, again, these are like these are texts that you're having to think about. Like you're playing around things that you may not have to. Like oh, never mind. Take their whatever Dire Moles replacement is going to be instead. The one three that has the health and the, the armor. Um, although not really. Anyways, it allows you to do that. It allows you to do things like a um, a Shadowward Pain as well. Um, I don't know. It's it's a card that lends itself to to some combo pieces that Priest already naturally will be running. And so I'm I'm super curious about. It. I think I did not get the memo about the aggro priest though, or else I would have had a better a better kind of like a prepped response towards aggro priest. But in control priest, I think it has potential, and I'm super curious about it. I cannot overstay enough that priest is about to lose so many powerful cards. So like I'm thinking in that vacuum of what has to be filled uh, filled in. I could see this being filled in. I know how I feel about this card. How do you feel as? I think this card's going to be um, damn near oppressive. I think this card is going to. I think this card is is one of the most powerful cards that we've seen released so far. Really? Uh, I think so. I think so because and I, and Eric Eric hinted at it already. Just because that combo for six mana to steal any card you want or kill any card you want by comboing it with um, with um, um, Shadow Word Pain. I, th- I think it's going to be super powerful, and I think it's going to be one of those cards where it's going to be like you're gonna have to, every time you play Priest, you're going to have to play around this card. You're just going to have to. You're going to have to. It's. It, I, I think it's going to. It's okay in in aggro mid range decks. You, you know, you play your big threat, even if you don't want to steal it. You just make it one trade your stuff into it, heal your guys up, and their big threat's gone. Or, or if it's like a powerful card with a with a persistent effect or a powerful effect, you just steal it for free or kill it for free. Um, I, I think this card is going to be—it's going to be pretty popular, I, based on what we've seen right now. Uh, and I, obviously, we've only seen twelve cards, but I think this card is going to be—I think this card is going to be one of those cards that people are like, "God damn it, priest!" That's—that's that's what I'm—that's what I'm feeling when I see this card. I'm—I'm I'm super excited um, for it in one one aspect because there is a part of me again, priest is is my homie from back in the day. So there's part there's part of me that is super excited to see a powerful priest card. There's also part of me that goes, hmm, not again. But I, I think it's actually going to be a really I, I, I think it's going to be a really popular and 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 good card. I, I'm really excited about it. I hate to once again be the contrarian here, but I'm not. I'm not on board with this scheme. Like, so we were talking earlier when we were going through Hagatha's scheme, right? It was, um, well, what if it's the 30th card in your deck? Well, if it's the 30th card in your deck, you have a five-mana Whirlwind. What if Lazul's scheme is the 30th card in your deck? Sure. It does literally nothing ever. Sure. So, like, we look at worst-case worst scenario there. Now, let's look at best-case scenario. Best-case scenario, I'm stealing your your 2020 Darkness on turn 
six or whatever. I'm stealing your Lich King for six mana. Okay. Yeah. Best case scenario. Um, best case scenario for Hagatha's we talked about was clearing the entire board and then as a result directly winning the game. So it feels to me that Hagatha's scheme is a little is is stronger and because it's less dependent on other cards. And for that reason, I don't believe in the scheme. What's up, Az? Um, Wall Priest. Uh, what about Wall Priest? We still hate them. Reduce reduce their attack to one. Flip uh, uh, Shadow Madness. Flip it over. Hit him in the face with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. That sounds disgusting. That's but that's the enough, kind of thing that, cards, that that that's that that's among the options that this card um, creates. Brokart's dead. Sure. You know, but yeah, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right. I think that it does fit better as we were talking about into one of these, into one of these uh, mid-ranger control archetypes. Like mm-hmm. I think it goes well in Dragon Priest and Wild. I think it fits right into there. Um, but aside, aside from that, I'm not seeing like personally, I'm not seeing the power level of it. I, I could just be a priest hater and I'm okay with that. <laughs> like that's, tat- that's tattooed on Eric's arm next, next to the, next to the, I, I don't know, my little pony. <laughs> tattoo is tim tim hates priest it was a long weekend (laughs) it was a long (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i could just be i could just be an old school priest fanboy here that wants to see priest have some some interesting cards or maybe it's some sort of post-traumatic priest syndrome where i'm just like every card that priest get is somehow going to be broken and and overpowered but um i I see this card having some some interesting potential yeah and like it still it still does fit in with the with the gadgets and auctioneer, the the dredge, the you know all those, the cheap cards that go in the aggro deck, but mm-hmm. I just don't think it'll find the home there, and that's why I don't like it. If it could find a home in that aggro deck, I'd be cool. Oh, with yeah. it, but hundred percent fair. Um, anything else? Anybody else want to chime in? Anything? I feel like I could talk about this card in particular forever. Uh, the the Lazuls or the next one? Yeah, Lazul scheme. Honestly, yeah. it's got so much nuance to it. On the fourth. You're not going to shut me off, though. No, 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 no. The fourth is going to be a four-hour stream, guys. We're going to be here all day. Oh yeah, we're going to we're going to go off, guys. You want the in-depth, dig deep arguments? Tune on the fourth, and then I'll let other people talk after the four hours. <laughs> and that's fine. That's fine. We make our job easy. We can just you know sit here and like brush each other's hair, and, uh, and it'll be a good time. Yeah, but yeah, just let me touch What's your next, hair guys? just one time. Okay. <laughs> Oh, um, so close. I, I can't wait. Um, this one, um, for no reason other than the fact that, you know, I'm kind of the Hunter fanboy of the group here. I'm going to I'm going to talk about this one. <clears throat> this one is the uh, Oblivatron six mana, three, four legendary uh, mech minion for Hunter death rattle. Summon a mech from your hand and trigger its death rattle. Okay, um, I have been staring at this card <laughs> since they released it, trying to find a way to love this card because, I mean, Hunter, right? I mean, um, Death Run Hunter is good, right? So this card must be good. Play Dead's still going to be in the meta, so this card must be good. It's a six mana, three, four, and if you, you know don't have like three other cards to make this card good it's a six mana three four in your hand i mean it has synergy with with zilliax so it must be good this with katrina could be good i mean there are ways to make this good i think it's a card that if 
because we are losing some death rattle hunter potential here. Like I don't think this is going to be a mech hunter thing unless they dump a bunch of mech into the, into the expansion, which they could. We did talk about like GVG could be a thing that comes back, uh, but unless they bunch, dump a bunch of mech in here, I think this is going to be more of a death rattle synergy than a, than a mech synergy. Um, but it's going to need a little more help than this because this, I think, lends itself more to recruit hunter than anything else. And the only recruit hunter card that really is going to stay is is Katrina. So it 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 feels like one of those cards that could be good, but unless I see more, I'm not going to get super stoked about it. And I'm just going to resign myself again unless I see some more. I'm going to resign myself to it's another bad hunter legendary, and I'm just going to hate my life for another couple months of the expansion until the next expansion. So that's that's my piece on it. I'm meh until I see more. Um, X, thoughts? No. For more on this card, join me April 10th with Mechathune Hunter. <laughs> Literally, yeah. It's on everyone's mind, so we may as well plug it at this point. <laughs> That's all I got, really. Like, you, you you hit it on the head there. Like, it's a, it's a pretty bad card. You could play it with Abominable Bowman. It works pretty cute, like, with the Boomzooka. But really, the only place that I see it is it could be Recruit Hunter. You would know better than myself. I've played a bunch of Hunter, but not much Recruit Hunter. Um, and Mechathune Hunter. Yeah, I have a lot of experience with very bad Hunter decks. Like I made the <laughs> Dragon Recruiter Hunter deck. I have Star Aligner Hunter. I have a lot of really bad Hunter decks. Mm. This goes perfectly in my bad Mechathune Hunter. Next, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you and, know, guys, it's 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 an uh, a wait and see card or a bad card. If that's all X has to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if if Exiles mentions that they're going to play it in the first the expansions out it's not a good card <laughs> i think it's like that's the best way fact. that's just the best way to sum up anything that's ever been released ever touche in touché. the world um yeah and i'm looking forward to every minute of it um yeah i don't know mechathune hunter literally is the only thing that comes to my mind um again as we mentioned they're losing hunters losing play dead they're losing cube they're losing terror scale stalker um they do have that one card that's six man i believe and triggers your death rattle twice so you have to hope that you can over two turns trigger trigger this twice to so do something <laughs> to do something. So Mechathune is the only one my mind can lend itself to. But at the same time, the reason that Mechathune decks, as they are now, work so well is those decks can get through their deck. Those decks can get through yeah their deck, I suppose, so fast. Um, what is Hunter? A class that <laughs> traditionally has not been able to get through their deck so fast. Um, the only reason now they can relatively get through it soon is because they have a card that uh, draws three beasts for three mana um, and they have tracking but at this point tracking is going away and we we are talking about a mech card so that is not a beast um tracking yeah i don't i don't tracking is not going away but um okay. sorry if it oh, oh wait uh, wait tracking is going away i thought is that Witchwood? tracking is classic Tra oh sh wait it's, it's a, a standard classic? card it's a standard oh. card Pranked. yeah it's okay. um, um i did i'm sorry go ahead eric no, no. So they, that's thought. just that, there's no there's no good synergy with this. There's going to be fun decks. I'm sure we'll hear about something, and it'll be it'll be fun to think about. But it's and no, you know what? No, we're not going to end of sentence. Boom, boomzooka. This card could work in a yeah. boomzooka hunter. Exactly. That's the, yeah, that's so tough though. If you guys want to see this card played, you can basically come to my stream or you know no, that's it. Yeah, uh, I'll be playing a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, yeah. The, this card, like right now, right now, again, if they put a lot of help in the deck, oh, the, the the class, sure, we'll see. But right now, it's like okay, Boomzooka, Mechathune, it's it's it, it's 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 a meme card at best, or like 
a, a card that you fill in a slot when you don't have a complete collection and you're just like, eh, it seems kind of powerful. But yeah, all right. Any, any, anything else? Because I'm just, it just breaks my heart to, to look at it right now. All right, let's let's just. Uh, Hunter, it was one. fun while you had your year in the, the sun. Oh, Hunter's right. not going anywhere. <laughs> oh, no, they're not. They're not. Bow to your new overlords for the next two or three months with uh, with mid-range Hunter still. Um, X, this one's all you, my friend. This has got to be the spell jewel. Oh, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> so we just went over a fantastic card called Oblivitron with a six-mana 3-4. This is a three-mana 3-4 called Spellword Jeweler. called Spellword Jeweler. Already better. It's battle. It has a battle cry, which reads your hero can't be targeted by spells or hero powers until your next turn pretty interesting we already have an effect like this in in standard where it's the god it's a three six it's the kobold Kobold monk thank you thank you it's the kobold monk it's the four mana three six that has the same thing but it's not uh, battlecraft number one thing i want to point out is that it passes the vanilla test this is the first card that we've that's been released, that passes the vanilla test. What yes. is the vanilla, vanilla test, chat? It's if you erase all of the words on the card, every single letter, is it still good? All you have is the numbers. Three, three, four. I'm playing it. This and Untamed Beastmaster are going in the same deck. This Eric? goes in every mid-range deck, honestly. Yeah, heck yeah. Eric? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good body. I don't know. It's so weird because like the the effect is is honestly such an afterthought. I think you can try to play around with it and be cute with it, but honestly, you're gonna want to drop this for the body is the big thing. And if you get the bonus effect on because it's a battle cry, you can only use it once. Unless you're really worried about them having that that ping face for for lethal, it would have to be mage ping because I'm pretty sure this won't stop hunter. Um, you can still cheaty ankle biter face. You can still cheaty ankle biter face. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, then, yeah, you're looking at what, what amounts to just a solid body. And I think considering the fact that we are about to lose so many premium cards, a solid body is a safe space to be in. I I couldn't agree more. The first thing I noticed about this card before I even read the text was the stat line. Um, uh, but now after talking to X tonight, and I'm convinced, 100% convinced that uh, uh, Reno Din is going to be a thing. Um, oh, okay. This card makes it into Reno Din for sure because this is a this is a substitute for only having one timeout in your Reno Din. Um, it's a, it's like a soft oh. substitute to buy you a little time, you know, because you can only have the one timeout until you can get that uh, that super Reno value. Because you play you play the timeout, you do all the things to hurt yourself a whole bunch and get all get all that health value, and then you um, then you Reno. Um, but this buys you time in between there, so. Um, I see this being played in 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 that kind of a de- theoretical deck, um, but otherwise this is going to go into every aggro, every mid range, every or most mid range decks at least until we get, um, you know, the second and third expansion um, this year when we have more than you know uh, what what is it with with the three the the classic cards plus the last expansion we got like six hundred cards to play with or something like that we're pretty light on cards. Um, so until we get the next the, the next couple of sets to, to to really get us some depth, I think this card is going to be fairly ubiquitous. And the the effect is really powerful too, um, especially when you see like um, as much. I mean, I I know odd mage is going away, but for example, think about how much odd mage we see right now. Um, or uh, I, does this prevent you from being able to be targeted by rogue or like? No, you nah, still get hit by so. weapons, right? 
So yeah. it is kind of limiting, but it, it makes the thing is it makes me wonder what they want to do with hero powers to make this a thing. Like what what are they doing? Are they going to bring back the mechanic that allows you to cast your hero power multiple times, i.e., Cobalt Dragon? Is that what it was called? We have Water Boy. Yeah. So I mean, uh, it counters Quest Warrior. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually it doesn't counter quest for it because that's random but you you know it makes me interested to why they would put this in there as far as are they going to start playing around with with um with hero powers a little more or is it just they thought it was a cool idea and they want to throw it in there so but that's the kind of thing i look at when i see something like that so um next we have trying to figure out which one of those would, would, would be the most appropriate to read this. So I'm just going to throw it up there and whoever wants to talk first can have but it. But we all know what it's going to be. Oh. Oh, that's not what I was expecting. <clears throat> Swamp Queen Hagatha. Yes, you, there's a shaman card. I'm going to talk first. Yeah. It's a 7 mana 5-5 five, five, legendary that reads Battlecry. Add a 5-5 five, five forward to your hand. Teach it two shaman spells. This is really cool because when I saw the video on it it, it taught um, it quote unquote taught Two spells it taught lava lava burst, which is the three mana deal five damage to a single target, and bloodlust is what it selected. So it had the targeted and the non-targeted spell. You got to you got to uh, you got to play the horde, target an enemy minion, destroy it, and bloodlust is bloodlust's crew and swing yeah. for lethal. He still did get overloaded, so that's that's a part of it. And um, and yeah, I think that I think that's the biggest thing. What does this do? This goes perfectly in Reno Shutterwalk Shaman. Wait, Reno's in Paladin. This goes perfectly in <laughs> Shutterwalk Shaman. <laughs> Just give me Reno for all these oh, sick, boy. sick value cards. We're going back to the days of no infinite value. Just a crap ton of it. Yes. I want to play with value, these but no value infinite. cards. Yeah. Thank you, dude. I just want to see I just want to see all of these cards work. I'm so excited. Eric, what are you thinking, my man? I, I just honestly love that they've said, you know what? Shaman is going to be the class that is like the most lottery machine class in any game that's ever existed. <laughs> like you are either going to be going Casino home shaman. and like, yeah, the fancy car or you're going to be asleep underneath the, the sewer. Like, and I don't know. And underneath the sewer. With Hagatha. Yeah, underneath the sewer. Um, and I don't know, and that's kind of how I feel about Hag Swamp Queen Queen Hagatha. The nice thing about Swamp Queen is it does uh, set up this additional world where control, um, where control shaman can exist. Because clearly, you look, it does not pass the vanilla test, as Exiles mentioned. It's seven mana, five five. Um, it generates another five mana, five five that can that has all this extra value, but at its base, rather not play a card that's seven mana, five five. So you have to think about, okay, well, if I'm going to be doing this, I want to make sure at least I have a clear board. Or at least I have something protecting my board, and that's where these additional protectors come in. Um, I'm not honestly 100% sold on this card. It just makes me too. Uh, it's just it's yeah, it's slot machine shaman, and it's like okay, well yeah, I know ice fishing. Ice fishing rotates. I'm like pretty sure, but like, what if ice fishing was still in the game when this came out? You get ice fishing and like earth shock, and it earth shocks your own face, and it doesn't matter. It can't do that because nope. earth shock really hits minions. But like you know, just like think of the potential. I don't know. And that's the thing is you have to, I, and I've probably contradicted myself on this point tonight even, um, but when it comes to Hearthstone in any competitive sense, consistency is key. Um, you, play to, you play to the highest stat line that you can win, and this card is not something that I think you can reliably look at and say, you know what, this is, 
how I win games. But people said that about original Hagatha too. Original Hagatha saw all of the play. So I don't know. I'm just I'm I'm cautiously pessimistic on this one. Yeah, is that is that it? <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah. That's... That that if I, if my face wasn't giving it away, let me tell you something. All right, this isn't the best card we've seen. It's not the most powerful card we've seen, but this might be my favorite card we've revealed so far. And you guys know I hate random. I yeah. just yeah. Uh, but it's not really totally random because it's discover. I love me some discover, <laughs> but. This card to me is a couple things I want to say. Number one, this is what um, UI should have been. This something like this is what UI should have been. Um, this is a this is like oh we learned our lessons from UI, but we still want to have like kind of cool like powerful spells. But it also is the throwback to um, to to um, um, holy crap brain fart. We just talked about it. Um, um, Kazakis. It's a throwback to Kazakis, mm-hmm. which I really really like. Um, I think. And I'm trying to be objective here because my emotional attachment to the potential of this card is very, very high. Um, but I think this card is going to be good. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be in a lot of decks. I think you're going to see it played with uh, in a tempo uh, or mid-range shaman build um, that is utilizing cards like, you know, Shutterwalk. Uh, and I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a solid card with upside. I think it's going to be because you get two, because you get two of those effects, and you get at least a five-five body with it. I think it's going to be, and and it's going to get combo with Shutterwalk. I think the value from this card is going to be legit, um, or and I think it's going to because you get two spells. I think it's going to be consistent enough because like Rune Spear, what was the problem with Rune Spear? Right, you get three damage for like eighty-two mana or whatever that fucking thing cost, um, and sometimes you got lethal. We all know one of my favorite clips is that, that exact thing. And sometimes, you know, you get like, you know, forked lightning. Um, but because you get the two discovers, yeah, you can miss on one and still get value off the second one. And you get the 5-5 five, five body. And then if you're coupling it with that backdoor uh, shutter walk action, which we all love, by the way. If you've never tried it, pay the extra money at the parlor. <laughs> get the VIP room. I'm telling you right now. Tell them Azrael sent you. <laughs> you know, well, that's that's the that's the discount code. Um, no, but seriously though, I I think that because you get two, it that will increase the consistency enough to make you watch this card's going to be, I think, a contender to be um, fairly ubiquitous. I, I I actually am very high in this card. Um, is it is it a good stat line card? No. Is it going to have the stat consistency? Or blah blah blah. No, it's not. But it's going to make up for it with its potential, in my opinion. And because you have the discover and you get it twice, I have a feeling that this card is going to turn out to be better than many people will initially think when they look at it. One quick note on the card that hasn't been brought up is Swamp Queen Hagatha works with the hero card Hagatha because it gives you another minion, so another spell. Synergy. Just a quick note. Bingo. Yeah. Like anybody else want to say anything? I don't want to burst my bubble or rain on my parade or uh, no. I like the idea of being optimistic about it. Like I will I will play this card if I have it, but I'm not gonna climb with it. <laughs> if if this card was a uh six mana five five, um put a three three or a four four in your hand, teach it one spell. Uh, it'd be much more consi- consistent and much better statted, right? But I think uh, for, for, it would be more consistent for the stat line, and it would be 
probably arguably better value, but I think it would have less upside potential um, because that one discover to me, like, eh. but having that second discover, I'm, I just it feels oh, that's so, so good. That's what that's what saves good. the card. That's what if I mean. If you make any argument against it, yeah, you have to have that second discover. That's that's why that second discover is like what pushes it from. If they only had one discover, I'd be like, no, I, I, I yeah, it's yeah. a meme card or it's something I, I'll play in like a very specific scenario. But that second discover to me makes it so good. So I'm I'm really excited about its potential. Whether it's good or bad, it's still going to be a meme card. Oh Even yeah, if it's a oh really, yeah, really absolutely. Meme, it's absolutely. Be a meme. Yeah. That's we'll fair. find out if Exiles plays it in their first week to see how well it does. Right. Probably not going to happen. <laughs> Look for Mechathune Hunter, though. <laughs> um, I'll grab the next one because it's boring and we already talked about it. Um, next, hey. we, ha- we have the Druid spell, uh, eight mana, forest- the Forest's Aid. It's an eight mana uh, r- uh, rare um, spell that has the twin spell tag on it. Uh, and it says summon five two two treants. And again, for those of you that um, uh, aren't familiar because you've been living on a Hearthstone rock, twin spell means once you cast it, a second copy without the twin spell tag on it is added to your hand. Um, that's otherwise identical. Um, I'm glad that Druid is getting bleh cards. Um, this is basically them pushing the treant um, archetype that we saw before. They're, they're pushing it again. They're, they're trying to give. Um, a nudge towards token shot or token druid i'm sure they're going to add more cards like two or three more cards to make you know druid just be annoying with with the treants um but i I think this card is incredibly expensive and without a way to cheat it out i don't know how playing five two twos on turn eight is ever going to be something you want to do unless unless they're going to give us something that combos with it like their scheme is going to be you know turn your two twos into you know 15 15s with charge or something but <laughs> it's still not good enough yeah, yeah right now i just like blah this card right now is on to me unplayable so that's my spiel i feel like there doesn't really need to be yeah much else said but <laughs> filler card is bad i mean but yeah it's got twin spell on it so we should all be excited it's exciting filler, yeah. <laughs> um yeah yeah there's not much to say about it i'm People will be playing Treant Druid. It'll oh, be yeah. maybe. Oh. Would he, I don't even know, know if I'd argue this would make it slightly stronger, considering you're taking two cards out of your t- out of your list to put this in. <laughs> it makes it worse. Honestly. Yeah, I think that makes it worse. I think honestly, run like Bark or something, and you'll be better off. Get that armor. Pounce. Yeah, pounce. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Throw a Gonkin with no synergy, guys. Yeah, there you go. It's a it's a buff to ramp Druid. Clearly, you ramp up to eight, and then you coin out five, five two twos. Yeah, against your person who coins out Calicos. Right. <laughs> who then plays Hellfire. Yeah, who then plays Hellfire. It's beautiful. Dual standard class does oh happen. Didn't I tell you I was going to be the hunter, the hunter lock? No. Anything else to say about this card or are we moving on? No, I think that's... We're not even giving it the attention of even like making jokes about it, you know? <laughs> that's how you know it's bad. Uh, X, one's for you. Yeah. Pogwaggle's scheme. It's one <laughs> mana rare card that you choose a minion, shuffle one copy of it into your deck and turn. This could also Oh, it's a rogue card. It's a rogue card. It's a rogue card. Let me um it was aptly named, right? So mm-hmm. Pogwaggle's scheme goes perfectly in Pog O Rogue, right? 
And they even made the video with the pogos, the pogos, mm-hmm, they the did. bunny hoppers. They did. You, so basically, that's how I met. Like that's how everyone imagines it's going to be used. But in my in my idea of control rogue, it's not it's not going to be the it's not going to be the pogos that go in because in a pogo deck, you're going to need a way to cheat that out and just start generating the value much quicker than in a fatigue rogue, which is where I think this fits. That's and fatigue rogues want to is going to want to take the zillia. The zilly jerk holes, the zilly eye. We'll go with zilly eye here. <laughs> zilly eye. Zilly eye. Yes. <laughs> and, put them in, and put them into the deck uh, or something to that effect. You know, uh, I think that this card has a lot of potential and I think that we're going to find ways to meme with it. But I think overall, if you're going to want to play a deck, you're going to want to play a deck that, or play a deck to win, you're going to want to play a deck that doesn't have Pogwaggle scheme in it. Eric? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I I've used this back and forth tonight. I'm curiously optimistic about it, honestly. Um we've already seen Rogue start to take a direction where they want Rogue to last longer in game, which as as Exiles mentioned, like fatigue rogue, but like it being a concept. <laughs> but um we've we've seen it very much with um with what is it? The Death Rattle Rogue that has like the um the what what's the eight eights that heal you for eight or whatever doctor, for eight mana. Yeah, the Drange Doctor. Yeah, Drange Doctor and um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the the dragons, the the whelps. I'm doing a terrible job because I don't play Me- the deck. Um, mechanical whelplings. Yeah, exactly. More is that it actually? The seven seven yeah. is it? Okay, yeah. Why did I think that was a the thing that summons as a two one off your whatever? Anyways, it's not important. That's mechanical dragonling. Ah. Um, uh, it all comes back around. Um, but they've slowly been introducing more and more cards that makes rogue you know become a, a late mid game deck and like i don't know i could i could see a situation where normally you that myra like myra's just gonna keep getting run but like i don't know you're shuffling in 10 copies of of your most powerful card you can think of in in the situation that you're in like i don't know i'm i'm super curious about it. i think there's synergies that like <clears throat> i'm not smart enough to be aware of right now but i think there's synergies to to make that work in a way that's that's pretty gross with Rogue and allows you to to have Rogue right now does not have, which is going into the later game um, and keeping up consistent pressure. So I'm looking forward to this. Like, don't run this with the Chef Nomi, but run <laughs> this with um, run this with something else. And and maybe maybe there's a world out there where we get a little surprised. So I'm like again, I'm cautiously optimistic about it, and also like not happy about it because if Pogo Rogue really does take off, then like, it's Jade <laughs> Druid all over again. Jade Shaman, if you if you were fun. <laughs> Yeah, I, 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 I see this card having all kinds of, I mean, just generic meme potential for funsies because, um, I, like I said earlier in the show, I was, I've was i been playing some some Test Rogue and I've been having a lot of fun with it. Um, so Rogue is, Rogue is definitely a fun class that you can have, like, you can get creative with. But I actually see this deck having, this card having some legitimacy in it. Like, okay, so you, you get one of these in your deck or, or two of these in, in your hand, whatever. Um, you you Myris and you know you're playing like tempo rogue you myras empty your hand out and then tog waggle um your uh Le- your leroy jenkins in and you just smash him in the face turn after turn for six damage um and then you play something like uh you know one of your draw mechanics to just every turn you've got six damage to face six damage to face and you can do that with any number of cards um you know like pogo if you want or you know whatever any value generating cards um tempo rogue you know with your you know throwing spiders in your deck 
Uh, there's all kinds of things that you can do with this card. It opens Hook up tusk. Exactly. It opens up all kinds of potentials, f- potential for meme decks, hyper aggro, ridiculous charge decks, um, uh, uh, pogo decks, um, legitimate tempo decks. You know, even just running this as a one of for like X mentioned, just a little healing. You know, put it on your Zilliax, get ten Zilliaxes when you go into late game, and just you're getting healing after healing after healing after healing. There's, th- this is a this is this is a card that has potential and it's choose a minion you could steal their minion say there's some bonkers minion they play and you just get a bunch of copies of it this card has a lot of potential and i love it for its flexibility it's a card that can see play in in any deck um, that i can conceive of just because of how how rogue works you can almost find a way to make it work in almost any deck in my mind so i'm pretty excited about it um but i think it's going to take some finagling to get it to work Togwaggle scheme enemy collect close draw collect close <laughs> play collect ghosts discover vanish play vanish infinite collect ghosts it's beautiful <laughs> and x already solved the equation yeah that's all i was thinking when you were when you kept talking about the meme potential i was mm-hmm. like oh let's yeah. put this on collect ghosts and somehow make this work yeah <laughs> anything else or we want to move on yeah, I'm good. I think we're good. Again, for anyone who's just joining, we're going to have a stream on Thursday at 6 p.m. Uh, Pacific time, 9 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, so. his mic broke up a little bit. Want to say that one more time? There, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, Mike, how could you? <laughs> April 4th at 6 p.m., uh, which is a Thursday, we're going to be doing our stream. So if you want to hear our like actual well thoughts at that point, considering we have more cards to base it off of, um, make sure you stop by. Yep. So um, we got just five five more cards to reveal, half cards. They're the lackeys. We're into the lackeys now, the last five quote-unquote cards that we have to review. Um, so I think we can just kind of like, uh, do you want to talk about them individually or do you just want to kind of thumb through them and just talk about them as a group? Let's throw all five up. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have Slam the, them. they're all neutrals. Um, you have the ethereal lackey. They're all neutrals. They're all one ones. You have the ethereal lackey, which battle cry, um, discover a spell. Uh, you have the Faceless Lackey, which is Battlecry, uh, summon a random two-cost minion. We have the Cobalt Lackey, which is uh, Battlecry, deal two damage. And we have um, the Goblin Lackey, which is uh, Battlecry, give a friendly minion, plus one attack and rush. And finally, we have the Witchy Lackey, which I think is a stupid name, uh, <laughs> which is um, Battlecry, transform a friendly minion into uh, one that costs one more. No. Um, X, you want to start us off with your general thoughts of these five cards? Yeah, aside from the fact that they just gave up naming them when they got to Agatha, <laughs> I, I thought they were pretty good. Um, They're like, we need like, these cards out by 5 p.m. <laughs> I can't think they What kind of lackey is it? No. Uh, out of the, obviously, they're very strong. I alluded, it, I alluded to their strength earlier when I was saying... I alluded to their strength earlier when I even hinted at the fact that a five mana or a three mana one five could potentially be playable because of how powerful they are. They're one mana cards that have that are worth three mana. Like it's a value card. It goes it goes into your fatigue rope. You can togwaggle scheme, the one that says discover a spell and love your life. But I don't know. I just think it's bad. Like I think they're good cards, but it's bad with evil miscreant is what I mean to say. Like Give me more ways to find lackeys. That's all I want. More ways to find lackeys. I think they hinted that they were going to do that, right? 
they're not just going to be off that one. If they if they put that much effort into one rogue card that is kind of like meh, I'm going to be very upset that the 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 best they could do for well, well that's a discussion for another day. But Eric, what it are your thoughts? Indeed. Um, no, I'm I'm right there with you. I really like um Goblin Lackey. I think is gross. Give a friendly friendly minion plus one attack and rush. I mean. Mm-hmm. Let's just say it's a rogue only card. Like, just think of the possibilities out there, you know? Um, <laughs> then you've got like, like Faceless Lackey, which is the summon a, a random two cost minion. I'm actually, that's like, I don't know. We're just all aware of the two cost potentials out there at this point. And I feel like they've, they've been diluting that pool more and more, considering they want to give cards more upswing with their text rather mm-hmm. than the actual body. That's why we get excited about a three four, because hey, three drops aren't always three. Um, so that one seems okay. Witchy Lackey can be really nice if, hey, you've got a really damaged strong minion, and you say, hey, you know what? I want to give this more than the one health it's at. Um, Discover spell, Tim alluded. It's uh, Discovering's gross. We've all, yeah. Discovery's just so gross. And doing that for one mana, getting a body on the board. Um, you're never going to be, like, upset about that. People play Blink Fox for the random spell that you can get um, as a 3-3 body. 1-1 one, one body, Discover spell's good. And then deal 2 damage is just another strong for a 1-cost minion, so... They're all good. I think that there definitely needs to be better ways to get them, but like it's promising to see that that these exist and should hopefully pop up in other ways. I agree. I agree. As long as they're 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 not constantly coming on understated or practically unplayable cards or cards that you have to pay a really huge price to to, to get, because otherwise. Yeah. It, yeah, I get there's you know yes you have to have balance considerations but but making cool cards that are so punishing to get it's it doesn't it doesn't feel fun it doesn't feel like you know rewarding for playing them because you're like I mean I worked really hard and paid a, a a price to get this card and you know if it doesn't if every card like that is like I get it in like rogue because I have so many ways to cheat it out right but in other classes where they don't have that they can only play a card once because they don't have 18 different ways to you know, play it again. Um, I hope they're not this this oppressively priced. That said, I agree in general with what everything that you guys said. Um, real quick, um, why don't we each name off our favorite and least favorite lackey? Uh, Eric? Favorite lackey, goblin lackey, the plus one attack and rush. Least Ooh. favorite, I know. Yeah, is that right? I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, least favorite faceless lackey, the summon a two cost minion. Okay. My favorite lackey easily is witchy lackey because I love... <laughs> mechanics so let's go i'm gonna rename it to i don't know we'll figure out it's gonna be organic when i rename it but yeah. which you like easily the favorite and the least favorite one that's kind of tough honestly they're also good probably the cobalt lackey it's just so lacking of flavor yeah. everything else has been so delicious this is yeah it's like pop chips Ooh, i love pop chips those are delicious i'm sorry for your the loss of your taste buds Come by for the cave match Damn. after the. Jeez. She's <laughs> got roasted. Um, you guys can probably guess my favorite lackey. Ethereal. Oh, I was gonna say ethereal too. Discover spell. Discover spell. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. My least favorite is is also the um the the faces lackey. Summon a random two cost minion is. By the time you're gonna play this, it's blah. Like this is the one that they put in there to balance out the lackeys, in my opinion. Like it's just not impactful enough. Like every one of these, if you played them on a later turn, can you can make an argument for them being impactful, right? Like giving a minion plus one attack and rush can often help you value trade, um, or you know save 
um, another minion by sacrificing more effectively another minion. Um, dealing two damage is kind of the same thing. Um, transforming a minion is like healing a minion. Yeah, you, sometimes you're going to get you're going to get screwed over, but a lot of times you're just going to get a full health better minion. Um, and then um, and then of course discover a spell is discovers just the best mechanic in the game. Um, so yeah, that that's my take on it. Um, and that's it. That's it for the cards, guys. We we got through all of the cards, and uh, and we're only like forty five minutes uh, over as long as we wanted the show to be. So, um, are there any um, uh, uh, anything else we want to say before we we move on to to the Twitter poll discussion? We still I think we did a good job. Yeah, we got we have more in depth than I think any of expected on these. So I think we covered some real ground, and and yeah. like I mentioned, April fourth. Informed opinions, fully informed. Four, four. They promised me I could talk as long as I want on the. It's yeah, gonna, it's yeah, gonna yeah. be. Bring your sleeping bag. Like, yeah, <laughs> we'll like when electronics st- launch. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll we'll be handing out coffee, free yeah. free Starbucks, free <laughs> yeah, Starbucks. We'll if you come to the studio. Truth. The idea of us so having a studio. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's jump into the Twitter poll because yeah. I will go into a rant about the studio. <laughs> right. Um, okay. So everyone here who is not following our Twitter, which I highly recommend, look at Matt Sucks on point with it as well. Um, we made a uh, a post today. It's going to be a weekly thing that we're doing where we get uh, community feedback <laughs> on a certain subject, and then um, we create a poll for it. So we see what people think are thinking about it, and then we discuss it on stream. Um, and so this was the inaugural one, and it's something that came up because. Um, it's actually, I had mentioned this before in a one of our just private calls, but it, the idea of being able to ban one class that you can go against in Hearthstone when you're trying to climb um, is is something that I had thought about a long time ago. I got roasted for And then Kibler um, <laughs> was streaming, and they picked a priest deck. Uh, and they picked a priest deck. I forgot what. I think they just outlet it autofill, and they hit enter. And then for a second, all three of the priest decks that were on their collection page showed banned in like red letters um, or like ban or something like that. And it was just a weird bug. And who knows, maybe it could be because they're testing a tournament mode or something. Um, and this was something that leaked out of that. But what I like to think of is the fact that maybe someone from Blizzard was listening the one time I said it and said, hey, you know what? <laughs> Two years from now, let's implement this. Um, so the idea is, do you think that Blizzard should implement or at least consider the idea of implementing um, banning in Hearthstone. And you can play a ranked game. When you queue up, you're allowed to say, you know what, I don't want to go against Warrior. You just don't queue up against Warriors. Um, and so the first thing we wanted to do was go over the, the polling results as they stand. This is actually an active poll. So if I'm about to read these to you and you feel like it's ridiculous one way or the other, if you think one has too many votes or not enough votes, you can still vote in this. Um, right now, people saying that, yes, you should be able to ban one class when you're playing ranked is at 42% out of 31 votes, so that's approximately about 13 people mm-hmm. out of 31. Mm-hmm. Um, and the people saying no are at 58%, so that mm-hmm. would add up to about maybe 18 people. And mm-hmm. that's kind of what we expected. Um, Azrael had mentioned that he figured it'd be a little surprising, and I, I think do. we all, like, like look at the, the caps in chat right now. Um, it's It draws strong emotions because it's such a powerful and impactful right. thing to happen. Um, and yet, I think... 
I was, he's so Final excited. Thing. Look at him. Look no, at him. I know. He's so excited. I'm setting this up because I'm ready. This is like, you know how you've got the, the, the dogs who are like doing the, the running training or whatever. And like they're holding back and you have to hold it. So you're like, go. And then they jump <laughs> yeah. um, or whatever. This is that. And this is me whining. Last thing. Um, I think this just goes to, you know, actually, no, we can, we can get right into it because there's plenty to talk about. There's a lot of strong emotions this elicits. So I'm curious to see what our team thinks. Um, and then as we follow up afterwards, what people think in general. Absolutely. X, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna step on your toes. Have at it, because I'm gonna get out of the way. I don't want to get hurt. <laughs> I promise, I promise, I promise. I did not mean it. I like. It's just it's such an exciting. It's such an exciting. Excuse me. Such an exciting topic that you brought up, and here's why. No priest. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I had. And a dab. No, 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 no. But seriously, but seriously, seriously. Uh, people play priest and odd warrior because they like literally I've seen it happen on streams. I've done it on my own stream. They play cause they're like, literally frick this game. I hate everything that's going on. And if you look at the best warrior players in the world, like some of the best warrior streamers, they name their odd warrior deck ZZZ warrior or one person least favorite warrior, but they play it when they get frustrated at everyone else. So if you're just a nice, happy person <laughs> and you don't want to subject yourself to ever playing warrior, you also never have to subject yourself to playing against it. That feels really good. However, it would be the death of everything that's not mid-range hunter because mid-range hunter has about one or two bad matchups, and if you can take one of those bad matchups out of the equation forever, even if it means I never have to play against priest again, I don't think it's worth it to see how good aggro would get doing this. Sad face, Azrael. No priest. Um, is it, is it going to be cheating? Cause I, in the show notes, I put in, I put in, um, a similar concept. Am I, am I going to be cheating if I, if I bring that up for kind of comparison? Anything no. goes wild okay. west over here. First of all, to address the, um, uh, to address the, the pull directly, I figured it was going to be kind of polarizing. It's not only like almost a coin flip, but the opinions are really strong. People are, I mean, mm. I'm looking at chat and people are like, yes, F priest or no, that's stupid. Why would you do that? It destroys Hearthstone. Um, so yeah, I think we all were kind of like, it was going to be pretty much like this because people are very very passionate about this subject which is cool to see because it's nice to have validation as much as i like the idea in concept of being able to kind of um have a little bit of control because i you guys anybody that knows me has been to my channel at least knows that i i, I i'm a proponent of the uh hashtag algorithm conspiracy um with the matchmaker system um and I hate the matchmaker system because it always feels like it's always trying to cue you into on uh, matchups that are going to drive you to 50%. So if there's one matchup that you just absolutely hate, like, you know, and I, I don't even hate playing Odd Warrior, especially um, when I play a lot of Hunter because Rexar exists and Rexar is just helps you win against Warrior, right? But it just takes so long. I don't want to spend 45 minutes to get one win, right? Um so that said, I, I'm a big proponent of anything that can kind of make just the play experience and the ladder, the queuing up experience feel less punishing, right? Because that's really what it is. Like, nobody hates necessarily queuing into a bad matchup. What we hate is that punishing feeling of feeling like we don't have a chance. And this, or or against Odd Warrior, even when I feel like I have a, I feel favored playing a lot of Hunter against Odd Warrior, I feel like I'm going to have to spend so much time 
doing it that it just doesn't feel rewarding when I finally get it when I could have played six other games in that time. Um, so it helps you avoid those un, the, 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 ugh feeling. Um, I don't think Blizzard will ever do it because what they'll end up seeing is that the stats will tell them that people just hate certain things about their game. And um, and then they'll try to respond by nerfing those things or, or I just I don't think they'll ever realistically do it. Um, I did mention in, in in the deck notes, and I think we talked about this one of the last episodes in the show notes. I think we did mention this in one of the previous uh, episodes. Um, the idea of like deck mulliganing, like specialist lends itself to the idea of deck mulliganing, where you queue up against the deck, uh, queue up against a class, not knowing what kind of which archetype they are, but you queue up against a class um, and can then you know pick you know deck A, deck B, deck C versus that class. Um, so you know, well, yeah, they're a priest. I don't know what kind of priest they are, but this is the one I teched specifically to beat priest. And at least it feels like it gives you a chance and some control that even if you still lose, you're like, well, I gave myself the best chance and they just outplayed me or it didn't work out or whatever. That feels better. I think that would be easier to implement by comparison. And I think it would be more realistic because specialist like lends itself to that setup, but they'll never do that one either because I'm sure the mechanics behind making that work are very, very difficult. But, um, in general, I'm a fan of anything that makes me as a player feel like I have more control over the the matchups and the game as a whole. So, mm-hmm. so I, I'm a, I'm a yeah. vote yes on this just because of that alone. Even if I don't necessarily like this particular imp- implementation versus the one I just gave you as comparison, but I'm a yes for that reason. Yeah. Um, and I think just to round it out, honestly, <laughs> like this or so a conversation that is only springing as a symptom of a larger problem. The reason that people would even show so much passion towards the idea of banning one single deck and, and instantly an answer coming to mind um, is is symptomatic of a bigger problem, which is some game designs just aren't fun to go against. Uh, and that's that's card games. A lot of times you can, you, no matter what, like people will say, I'm aggro, I hate going against control because it naturally counters me. Um, that's one layer to it. But a bigger layer is when you start to introduce things that are um, things like Odd Warrior, um, that can that can just wait. We just call them solitaire decks, essentially. There's they're, they're decks that you don't that don't have to interact with you. All they have to do is keep doing yeah. things on their end, um, and they never have to do anything until it's either time for you to concede or it's time for them to do everything in one turn to you. Um, and that's not so not that's not what's fun to go against. So more so, the idea is hopefully that. They keep going towards the pace of, hey, you know, we're going to stop having such swingy one-turn kill cards or odd warrior slash dead man's hand situations, what have you. Um, and again, I agree with everyone. I don't think they're going to implement this ever. Um, not only from like a, a perspective of like, hey, Blizzard's going to become aware of like what, you know, of, of the all negative sides, but from a, a game design position too. I don't know. That co- there's so many headaches that happen once you start to introduce mechanic, like banning a whole class from ladder. And um, as much as it would probably implement more flexibility in people's decks, because all of a sudden you're saying, hey, look, I'm going to have to go against Priest, so I'm going to run this, or I'm going to have to go against whatever, I can run this. Um, you may end up seeing a semi-more diverse meta. I think when you limit options in a game, you're, you're going away from, from the way it should be being played, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I Honestly, I voted yes on this because it's hilarious and I would love to do it, but <laughs> I think the right decision is not to do it. Right. Um, so, yeah, again, kind of a dumb fake out, but it's the truth. Yeah, I think at the end I of the day... Al- oh, go ahead, X. I would say I also voted yes, but I clearly <laughs> took the no position because I saw the poll and as soon as I saw the tweet, I was like, hell yeah, Frick Priest. <laughs> and, and then I was like, oh, wait, no, we can't do that. 
Yeah, I feel like the like if anyone's like a top two hundred player, they instantly did the "Are you kidding? No way!" <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, and and that in you know resident top two hundred player is you know all of us. Yeah, um, yeah, you're you're gonna be right behind him. You got like half a month to catch up. So, um, oh yeah, there we go. Yeah, and I think it, I think you outlined it very very articulately, and I just want to reiterate it um, for emphasis. Uh, at the end of the day, it, it, it is the fact that we even have conversations like this or, you know, um, I, I talk about the hashtag algorithm conspiracy is because there are mechanics in the game that just feel bad. So um, address the mechanic issues and then people won't have these kind of conversations because people didn't have this conversation two, three years ago. Right. They had this kind of conversation when they started introducing ridiculous polarizing things into the into the game. So, are you sure they didn't talk about it when Jessica True Heart made it into Warrior? <laughs> oh man. Okay. Yeah. Yes. But <laughs> generally speaking, generally there speaking, there seems to be a common thread. Yeah. When 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 Warrior gains a billion armor, nobody wants to play Hearthstone. Um, huh, interesting. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else we want to say in this? I, I would like um, if uh, we can also readdress this a little bit in the Q and A section at the end as well. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so um, I think it's about time to move on to the Q&A section. So, guys, um, while um, while you're, if you have any questions about anything we talked about, any comments, questions, for, for if you want to tag somebody in particular, um, just go ahead and, and tag us. Otherwise, um, if you want it for anybody, you could tag all three of us or just, you know, write it to the orbit in all caps and one of us will grab it. Um, we'll answer, you know, questions for five or ten minutes. Um, and while you guys are putting those those, quests, or those questions out there, um, let's just go over a, a couple of our, our, our community. Uh, we like to do community shout outs um, and, and during the show. So while you guys are writing that out, um, we just want to talk about a, a few things that are a few events that are going on in the community right now. Um, uh, two, two things, really. Um, X, do you want to, excuse me, uh, Eric, do you want to handle, um, the first one of these and then I'll handle the other one cause it's mine. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, go and exactly. I think, you know, the order that these things should happen. Yeah. Um, so one, anyone who's familiar with your community at large that we kind of all represent, uh, and take part in, um, Dragon Rider DK is another member of that same sort of community. Uh, and they're actually actively, um, they have an actively open tournament that they're doing right now. It's called the Dragon Cup. They got it because they hit uh, their sub goal. And it's the first tournament they've ever done. So we want to give a quick shout out to that. Um, I think we can do a little... Oh, I can line something up. So if anyone is interested, you have the option to potentially join if you'd like. Um, good person. Please go support them one way or another. Um, and then, in even more personal terms, I think Asriel's got something to shout out. Yeah, um, uh, I, I too am putting on my own tournament um, for achieving finally hitting my one of my goals, which was 500 followers. And I'm having a, uh, a tournament as well. And if you exclamation point tournament in the chat or exclamation point tourney in the chat, you can have uh, the information on that for mine. Um, and then uh, it's it's uh, I. It is a specialist format tournament. It'll be starting on Monday, March 25th. Um, and I'm hosting it on... I actually uh, changed where I'm hosting it. I originally was going to do it on Battle 5, but I'm doing it on Spash.gg because um, they accommodate the specialist format better. Or, or, or it's... Um, 
they actually accommodate the specialist format where Battlefly doesn't yet. Um, so it'll be over there. Um, if you head to my Discord, you can get all the details. Or um, I also linked it on my Twitter, Azrael, A-I-G, the letter A, the letter I, the letter G. Uh, check that out for, for more information. I'm giving away 100 bucks in cards and card packs. So, you know, join. It's free. All you got to be is a follower. So thanks for, mm. for letting me uh, to pimp that out there. It's my way of giving back to, to, to my community and the EO community at large, which has helped me achieve that goal. And I'm very grateful for that. So, yeah. All right. You're abs- you're absolutely killing it as. Like I'm I'm super <laughs> excited. Unfortunately, I can't participate in the tournament, but if I was available, I 100% would. And I recommend everybody here to do it because yeah. Azrael always puts on a good show, always puts on a good production as you expect from the man the myth the legend himself. And it's free money. It's free money. It's true. Free money. So enjoy it, guys. Um I'm really excited for it. Um thanks for giving me a minute of your guys' time. I appreciate it. Um do we want to grab some of these questions out of chat if anybody threw any in there? Yeah, absolutely. The first one that I saw, the first one that I saw was Matt. He asked, would the ban be better if you could ban a card instead of a class? The first response to that actually uh, summed it all up in my mind. So I'm going to I'm going to just steal from the audience here. Ban Zilliacs, never find a game. <laughs> you know, so like it's it's still not a viable thing, but it's fun to think about. What if I could ban Mechathune? You know, what if I could ban Wild Growth? What if I could ban Mind Blast? Oh, if I could ban Mind Blast. Let's do this. Let's ban Mind Blast. <laughs> okay. XL's is back on the train. We're kind of... <laughs> Forget banning a class. Why not just make the class crumble from within <laughs> right. and destroy itself? Well, Mind Blast is going to be... Mind Blast is going to go uh, to Wild next rotation anyway. So it's it's going to happen. Yeah. Year of the year know. of the Aardvark next year. It's going to be over. It's going <laughs> to so you know what. Um, and yeah, and that's just a tough thing. Like you just just think about the game design that banning a card. Oh man, it's so much simpler and so much satisfying to just click on the priest portrait or your portrait, depending on how you're feeling. And um, if anyone, yeah, blue. If anyone has any questions, just ask them in chat. Um, it is the, also the GeoGuessr Grand Final, so please stay on uh, once we finish. <laughs> uh Starfox um, says uh as if you want to punch Baku in the nose <laughs> and never see him again but don't want to disenchant all of Mammoth what are some safe disenchants I can do Are you saying for cards that are rotating out I'm confused by your question because you're going to get full you're going to get full dust value for for getting Baku as is um and all of the other cards that are rotating out and that's going to be like three or four grand worth of dust total. Well, and yeah, so they're curious, what would be like your highlights as far as cards that you should disenchant once rotation happens because they're, you know. Man, see, I don't disenchant any cards. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> so yeah, I, do it on, I, I do it on EU though. I do it on, on EU. I dust everything that isn't standard because that's a free-to-play account. So if it's not standard, I don't care how much emotional attachment I have to it with the exception of Dr. Boom and Rag because those are my bay. But uh, my 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 bays anyway. Um, I love those two cards, but everything else gets gets smoked, um, and and so I can't really. I'm not equipped to answer that question. I would have to mm-hmm. ask one of the guys that's more um, frugal with their collections than than I am. Um, I hate to pun on that one, but I just I, I can't give you an honest answer because I, I I don't think in those terms. I'm I'm very all I, in. I, I got you here. Don't worry. It's not rotating, but disenchant Hyreek the Bat. 
<laughs> you know, you say that, but watch, they're gonna make they're gonna make Buff Lock oh, a thing. Yeah. Well, there's some rumors that someone someone said they were in a grocery designers for stone and they said that they were this next rotation would see a buff to Hyreek. so i've literally remembered that since the expansion uh and i'm waiting for it to happen but i don't just despite also you. what dr dr morgan get dr morgan's not rotating but get rid of dr morgan yeah that card's crap <laughs> um if you all missed lazul's scheme reduces attack until your next turn knowing that it does uh knowing that does that change your mind of the power level of that card when you use it to see, steal something like Lich King? That was exactly one one reason why I'm a big fan of it, um, Blue. So I mean, I, I'm in, I'm in the boat of I like that card a lot. I think it's actually really powerful. And as far as I'm concerned, it doesn't change my valuation of the card. I think I still okay. Like I already knew. Like I assumed it was just like the curse of weakness that we already know. Mm. Only for on one thing and so bad yeah and that's fair and i think the more so the idea is like it's back so it's not like you're you're grabbing it and you're saying like hey it's essentially so like they just don't have it it's like they go into their turn they don't have this thing they're gonna hit you in the face with um worst case it comes back to you and you just get to play it for full value um but now you don't have to worry about their board having this one minion so mm -hmm. yeah i think i think either way it doesn't affect the way that you card right so Sino Santa asked me, if everybody banned a specific card and could only ban one card at a time, would we have a meta where once a scary deck was found <laughs> using a banned format, they would shift it the next week? That is a whole lot of words for yeah, me to respond with one no. It would be fun. It it wouldn't rotate, so there wouldn't be that much of a reaction from the community or from Blizzard. They would like as much as Blizzard would have the statistics, they wouldn't do anything about it because there would still be deck diversity even if one monster deck came to be. And if one monster deck did come to be and somebody banned a card from it, it is what it is. Imagine if back in Druid days, like in the Druid meta, everyone banned Naturalized, right? Well, you wouldn't be playing against any of or banned Wild Growth. Nobody's playing against Druids now except for other Druids. And that would not change. If the OTK meta pops back up, which, please God, no, uh, pop back up in this thing, you would just ban what? You would just ban Malagos or you would just ban Mechathune. So it's not going to shift from week to week like you're saying. Um, are there going to be those, those uh, excuse me, are those, there's still going to be those scary decks like you're talking about? Absolutely. But this is not a way that's going to solve it. It's just going to make those decks scarier because it's going to remove their bad matchups. So. Yeah, I agree. Man. Well, we, good work, fellas. Yeah, I think we hit them all. <laughs> I think we hit them all, guys. Thanks for, for for sticking around. This was this was a little bit of a long one. We got excited <laughs> about doing a card, mini card review, and we went a little longer. We probably should have. The next one until the April the what day was that again, guys? April fourth. Oh, oh right, Thursday. right. Was right. it on the fourth? Yeah, the fourth. Yeah. Okay. So on the fourth of April, we'll go into more detail. The next episode, uh, but or the episodes between now and then, we'll try to keep it you know closer to the the hour and a half, hour and forty five minutes we try to shoot for. But we got a little excited because it's our first time seeing new cards in like four months. So forgive us. Oh, yeah. We're sorry. Um, we're tired too, guys. <laughs> uh, so I think it's about time to wrap things up. Um, but I think we we covered a lot of ground in a lot of detail. Um, and uh, yeah, so we uh, just want to touch base with a few things that we um, we went over today, and then uh, we'll uh, we'll cut it out of here. Um, we had uh, this Saturday, two twenty three, four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern. 
Uh, we're having another EO full team event on uh, Risa, uh, aka Striving Lights channel. We're going to be doing uh, team rap battles from Jackpox. Jackbox Party Five. We're all going to be on there um, having a uh, having a rap battle competition. Um, if anybody's ever seen one of those before, they know how much fun it is. So we're super excited about that one. Um, so please pop over on Saturday, say hi, have some laughs. It's going to be a good time. Um, what else do we got going on, guys? So I'm actually current, currently working on something. Mm-hmm. It- when, uh, excuse me, related to deck building that might go on the Eternal Orbit website. Mm-hmm. So you guys should stay tuned for that. I'm going to drop a hot little tease there, which leads us to the website. Eric, you've been crushing the website. We've made a lot of really cool, like behind the scenes opt- optimizations lately. And I'm really excited for it. How, you, how do you like how it's coming along? Oh, no, I feel great about it. Anyone who doesn't know, I the website a bit and like there's always work to be done but like at the same time it's been it's been a lot of fun and it's been exciting to have people hop in and say that they want to start working on their art and collaborating and all that i don't know it's just it's a lot of fun and tickles the right side of my brain um but yeah i don't know i had a whole thing and then i said that sentence so i don't know what else i'm supposed to say very soon um, very soon we're going to be having uh, an orbit section where all of the vodcasts and podcasts we're going to have both on there. So if you want to listen while you're driving, because you shouldn't watch while you're driving, because A, data, that's more important than the other thing I'm going to say, which is B, it's dangerous. Um, so we're going to have both the podcast and the podcast available on there in the very near future. We're almost we're almost ready to get that going here. Um, so that's going to be coming to the website in addition to articles and other content. Go ahead, Eric. And so last thing, this is what I actually meant to talk about. Um, we talked about, hey, if like you could ban, like, do you think Hearthstone should implement a banning feature where you can ban one class from uh, from ranked that you go against. <laughs> that poll is still live. It's going to be live until maybe 10 a.m. Pacific time tomorrow, I believe. So you're more than welcome to vote in it. And then we're going to very quickly tomorrow next week before we go into our new poll that will be going up on Wednesday. Um, we'll, we'll just recap the results really quickly and, and see what I've got. Um, so yeah, thank you all so much for the turnout. We had, yeah, having over 30 people comment on this when it's only like 10 hours old is absolutely the coolest thing. So yeah, it feels pretty good. We guys. appreciate all the support and the involvement and engagement. It's all super. Okay. Well, um, guys, I'm guessing we're going to have a lot more cards to talk about this time next week. Um, we'll try to be more concise and save it for the big stream, the big card review stream on four, four. Um, but we're going to have a lot to talk about next week. I'm super excited for it guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, to the audience, thank you so much for sticking out with us like troopers for, for an extended edition of uh, of the episode. And we will see you next Wednesday back here at 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, 6 p.m. Pacific for the next episode of The Orbit. And with that, I'm Azrael as it gets signing off. Joined, uh, as always, by my, my, my co-hosts, Mr. Exiles Rhythm and Mr. Rude Clouds. Guys, have a great night. Bye, <laughs>